Welcome to another Discuss podcast. Sup. Sup. It's been a week, and both of us have accomplished our various tasks. Which what, are, what are those tasks? I, I literally didn't do anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have no answer. I have nothing to say to this. I started this question with no follow-up. But the this uh, was not the setup to a joke. <laughs> no, it was well. It was the setup to a joke. It just didn't have any planned payoff or body or hours the podcast. <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> All right, but uh, no. The only thing I've done was play Super Seducer. What about you? <laughs> uh, bother. That's just bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've played a lot of games, so many games. I have all the games. Any of them I have the good? Best games. Um, I played a weird game. Okay. No one in my audience has seen this yet, except they will have by the time this podcast goes up because it takes time to go up, and we don't live stream this podcast. Although we could, I know we can't. No. Now that we were, we could record. We live stream the audio of the podcast. We can't live stream the video because the video is a camera that's sitting over there. I technically could live stream the video. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Not that important, I guess. I was playing Legendary Gary. Legendary Gary. Legendary Legend Gary. Explain to me what this game is. Legend Gary Dairy. Is you know Legend Gary Dairy? Is it Legend Gary Dairy? Because that would be an no. actually good name for a video Legendary game. Legendary Dairy. Yeah, Legendary Dairy. Just a dairy. I would remember it's a dairy that. that's run by Gary. I don't know. It just it's his a... name's Legend Gary, and Legend... he runs a dairy. <laughs> I would. It just sounds like something I would remember. More than Legendary Gary. I just got it in my inbox one day, and it was like, hey, I was the programmer on the last, one of the programmers in The Last of Us, and like the programmer of the di- of Edith Finch, and stuff like that. I was like, all right. Okay. And I looked at those pictures, and it's like, yeah, I drew all this. I just, he just drew the whole game by hand. <laughs> the guy that programmed Edith Finch, or was, was a programmer on Edith Finch, just did all the art for the entire game over the course of years. By hand oh boy yeah it's one of those ones it ain't okay. pixel art it is hand-drawn like looks like a some sort of weird like inter- it looks like a, an adult swim interstitial hmm. <laughs> like it looks okay. like the most bizarre it uh what i can i'd almost compare it to like i'd almost compare it to the, like the one human character in aqua teen hunger, hunger force oh it's like yeah carl a guy standing there and he's like kind of stylized but kind of photorealistic like he looks rotoscoped kind of yeah like the whole game's like that but you'll see like giant babies with butterfly wings or a bullfrog which is a bullfrog centaur which is a bull and a frog (laughs) which is a giant like minotaur shaped person but their flesh is bullfrog looking and their bottom part instead of being a centaur body is the body of a frog so that's a it's a giant frog body with a minotaur torso sticking out of where the head would be. Okay. And it's, he's wearing a golden minotaur mask over his face. It's like that's a visual. You can bring it up on your Discord because it's the picture I sent you for the for that reason. The yeah, I remember. So, I'm, so I'm, I was I'm, like this, but yeah. the, the the bullfrog body is hidden a little bit for you, and because it was behind yeah. the the one dude, which is just a guy in a wife beater and like chains. Like he's wearing like a gold chain around his neck and a wife beater and a so and what, a, and what a, is and a hat. What is the game? I use those in the thumbnail because I'm like, okay, weird minotaur monster guy in a wife beater. Just gonna put those next to each other to try to illustrate what this game is a little bit because it's weird. It, you play as a guy that's mm-hmm. lived. He lives in his mom's uh, basement, literally, as we all do, and he's approaching thirty. 
as we all do. His, his uh, and he just he's a gamer and he plays video games as has, we all are. He has his basement room with the with his bed there and all of his video games there and stuff like that. And he's got like stoner friends and a girlfriend and stuff. Just in, just a really standard life. Pretty decent thing. life so far, yeah. <laughs> But, uh, Doesn't pay rent, has a bunch of games, has social circles. <laughs> like, I don't know what the problem here the, is. Uh, the setup is that he is basically he needs to get his life together. Does he? <laughs> I mean, his, his life seems pretty together. But uh, he's playing a game called, I think it's called Spear of Destiny or something like that. Or Legend of the Spear, of De- Legend of, De- I don't know. I think Spear of Destiny is like a Wolfenstein expansion. It's got, a kind of a, <laughs> it's got kind of a generic sounding name, but he pops on his computer and he plays like this tactical RPG where you have a squad of people and like it's got a cool system where it's like it's like a turn-based it's like a turn-based tactical game like one of those like top-down everyone standing on tiles type of tactical rpgs so like final fantasy tactics but it's frozen synapse where you tell everyone their actions simultaneously okay and you can preview what they would look like when you do it and then you hit go and you, everyone goes at the same time including your enemies that's kind of cool so it's a cool system yeah to the point where like you're like you and it's uh it's meant to emulate the kind of ducking and weaving and counterattacking that, that that you see in like really cool like fist fights and stuff like that it's like you like you'll weave around the guy and prep an attack it's like you'll specifically be moving in in preparation of your follow-up attacks to like avoiding their move while while simultaneously pressing That's, like you have a move called God. wind up because you have a strong your main character has a strong punch okay but the strong punch move can only be used after a wind up but, so he has to like so he has to do a one turn yeah. wind up like he's charging a solar beam yeah but the wind up move moves you a tile Oh, so you can move in any direction by one tile doing the wind up so you'll be dodging their attack and hitting them then when you finish the fight, it does a super hot style replay in real time of the of whole like everything fight. going super fast of like <laughs> all, the, all the ducking and weaving and dodging and 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 hopping and everything happening. That's probably like the best time to use that system. It's pretty cool. It's like that sounds really interesting the to game, watch the that game play. Has a lot of multi turn actions. Like the bullfrog will jump into the air and land next turn. Okay. And do a shockwave around him. Okay. So you'll see him where where he's going to land, and you have to like avoid the shockwave, or you have to like you can buff somebody to be, have like poise so that they won't be affected by the shockwave so they can just get in there and stuff like that huh and uh people will do projectiles and you'll what you'll quickly realize the projectiles aren't just a f- they don't just shoot off and then the, and that they're gone they're moving across the map turn by turn they have like a movement speed oh god so like somebody will shoot at like a nova of projectiles in the six directions because it's a that's a hex game and you can like go between them and then duck in and stuff like that while the projectiles are still moving and so it's really organic and cool. Uh, and that's not even the point of the game. It's just there. That's just part of it. Because the point of this game is that you are playing as the guy in real life and playing his video game. And you're going back and forth between the two. Uh, uh, oh. And the two of them affect each other. Oh. So it's one of those, like, I, I, I've tried to things, uh, like, examples of it. But there's, like, all these, especially, like, movies and stuff like that. There'll be, like... Wizard of Oz is the obvious one, but there's a lot of other ones yeah. that have happened since where there's these movies where somebody will enter a book or a fictional world or a dream or an alternate dimension or something, and there'll be like analogs of their other life people in that other world. Yes, like yes. It's a reoccurring thing. It's a trope. It's a trope yeah. in a lot of stories where like the person like sees their friends or their family and like in this fictional world or a dream or a whatever. Yeah. And so yeah. like your party member is like your mom and your girlfriend. Yeah, are your two party members that I've, I've found so far and like you'll like your stoner friends that tempt you to uh waste the day getting high and stuff like that are like 
boss characters basically Perfect. in the in the game and like you'll and you'll encounter them in the game and in real life like the same day so like it's not just that the same people are in both stories but like the actual story you're playing in the game is analogous in its in it's like change from place to place and stuff like that and characters to the in your real world version are you like having delusions or to the, to the point where like you can encounter answers to questions in the game in real life or vice versa like you okay can, so you're like clearly having a psychotic breakdown it's like the guy's like kind. are there somebody messing with me or like uh, he'll or he'll have like moments of like that guy said the thing that's the same thing from the game but in real life he must have played the game too or something like that like he like he does a there's a progression to his oh, reactions over time my. like he must be like oh yeah i guess they played that game too or huh that was weird how they said the same thing and stuff like that but then over time it's like okay this is getting weird now and he takes what he takes longer to think it's weird than I do, but admittedly I know he's fictional, so <laughs> so it's easier for me to pick this stuff together. I know his existence is not ju- real. Jumping to the conclusion that I jump to as the player is a little, it'd be you'd be a little unhinged if you jump straight to those kinds of conclusions in real life. I I don't know because if your if your mom was in a video game, a, I think it's not an unhinged situation. So it's not literally his mom. It's just really obvious his mom uh well yeah but i'm saying they're like, both religious zealots as like characters i'm like huh but also the game the game tips its hand a little bit and gives you a little bit of a cheat which is that characters are often a little color-coded oh okay it's like oh it's the two blue people that wear yellow it's like mm, it's like because that that's the that's the two blue blobby uh monsters oh and stuff so like it that. has like a color scheme yeah like, sort of, like yeah. your mom and the priest lady are both blue okay and your uh, girlfriend is like like yellow tan and you're like red and stuff like that so make, kind of, okay, that kind makes of, sense. So you can kind of pick them out a little faster. Yeah, but yeah, like you're the uh, what happens almost immediately is that your mom is like she's been listening to podcasts, and her religious podcast has told her that the world's going to end. So she donated all of her all of your money and her money, like your household's money, to that uh, that religion's charity. <laughs> so you have to go back to your depressing what? job at the supermarket. Why would you donate money oh, if the shit. world was ending? For what purpose does the money now serve in know. the hands of another person? Why don't you just keep it for yourself and enjoy uh, life before the world ends? I don't know. I don't know. But the uh, you can't con- that, that can't be a convincible thing, right? <laughs> like people can't fall for that. But people do donate to apocalypse well, religions. Well, they do, but they don't. I mean, they, they, you, you can't like you can't convince a person. Like no, no rational. You mean you can't convince them why they're wrong if they're doing that at that point? I mean, yeah, but like yeah. you also, you also can't, you can't argue that you're not. Like if you, if a government was or somebody was to sue them, you mm-hmm. can't claim that you weren't not taking advantage of someone who was mentally incompetent. Like you're taking, you're taking advantage of mentally handicapped people. Mm-hmm. If you can convince a person to seriously donate money during an apocalypse. There's you can't make the logical connection there, right? You, I, can, you can't as a, ra- a rational thinking person, you can't go, huh? Right? If I donate my money to them I when mean, the apocalypse happens, I mean, then- an issue with a lot of religious stuff to begin with is that you can't approach it logically to begin with. Like you're talking to people that aren't speaking from that level to begin with. Like that's not how they approach it. I mean, even so if it's you like approach it on a dumb level, it's I like guess a you false could. equivalency at that point. Like you can't. It's like it doesn't work that way. Like church no like, longer I, exists. I get what you're going money for. Money can't but, happen. Like, I. Like, I know religious people, and it's just like, yeah, you just kind of just learn to not ever talk about it, because it's impossible to talk about. I just don't talk to them. (laughs) It's a little harder when they're family, or like most of your family. That's (laughs) who they are, so I just don't talk to them. I've told you about the Seventh-day Adventists that are up in the hills. 
and their commune, which are my family. And but they're having a good time. Yeah, God, I worry. Do you? They've got a healing house. Which is fine. I mean... No, because it's like they think that they're like... They're weird like veggie foods and praying are going to fix cancer and stuff like that and it's like oh, i think i went to one of those I think like, that was like a disneyland oh, no you're killing have you ever people. been to disneyland i'm pretty sure they're killing people have you ever been to disneyland have you the laughter that cures disease no no it's like there's there's a no, healing house I haven't there been to disneyland it's, since i was like eight it's like so basically no what is it called it's like that it's the tiki bar yeah. The other thing I remember about, I think, Disneyland, but it also could have been Marine World, and I don't really even know, is that at some point I saw a 3D Michael Jackson thing. That. It's like a Michael Jackson, like, movie thing. There was, like, a floating fuzzball creature at one point, and it was just all, like, it was a 3D, it was a 3D thing. You watch it in 3D. That it was, was definitely Marine World. Was, it, was, that, was that Marine World? Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember which one's which. It wasn't 3D, it was 4D. Excuse me. 4D? That means it vibrates? Well, yeah, you're in, a, you're in a theater that has, like, vibrating chairs, uh, and they spray mist at you and shit like that. I remember I saw the dinosaur 4D. Yeah, thing, right? I just was bored. The dinosaur 4D thing was awesome! I, I, it was longer than I needed it to be or uh. something. I get this thought at some point, I was like, alright, I'm just getting thrown around a lot now. It was great. <laughs> it was great. I love of those how does stuff. no one get hurt ever i i almost want like or 40 theaters with a like if, with a, just like we, adults i'm like all right sure but like a bunch of like when you once you mix, mix kids i'm like isn't someone gonna like get like under a chair or something and just get like no crushed? like i don't no, know it is not easy to do that kids are stupid they're solid though. they're like solid i never get to like, look at them because the whole room's black yeah like you never get to see what they look like we almost uh when we went to japan we almost went to uh watch the one piece movie in 4d they had that as an option and uh it feels weird when it's a 2d animated thing the best part is it does simulate the smell of cigarette smoke when like sanji's smoking a cigarette and i was like that's awesome that's kids that, need that that's a trigger yeah <laughs> well now it would be but back then it wasn't back then i was i was living it up in japan i, I don't think i i think that was like the one it's complaint like unsolicited like 4d movie that's like here's the smell of seven types of alcohol <laughs> it's like ruined someone's life I mean, I that was like my like, one. They were twelve years sober, but that four D movie just yeah. fucked them up. That I, yeah, if I went now, I'd be really upset. <laughs> but the, uh, I mean, no, I don't think. I think that was like the one complaint my family had was like, I don't. There's not a single picture of me in Japan where I'm not smoking a cigarette. Mm-hmm. I think like, that's how you took selfies. Well, yeah, you only take selfies with sunglasses and a cigarette every yeah. single time to the point where it's like, oh, I know for all I know, you're in a green screen and you just backlogged like 200 photos like a year ago and you just keep putting different pictures I, I mean, behind them of stock, was there. stock photos. Kel's there with Kel's me. Kel's in stock photos. I- <laughs> <laughs> just on a daily. Just, he has, you'll run into him sometimes. Also, Kel would totally like... He'd be, he's the type of dude that would back you up on that shit and like take a bunch of selfies that you're not in. And That's put, true. And put you he, in prob- them. he probably would do <laughs> he that. He would totally make like okay, the the, the left half of this frame is going to be empty because Andrew's <laughs> selfie from three years ago is going to be in there to prove to his family he's still alive <laughs> and definitely leaves the house. That was like a, that was another joke of when, when I was in France and people were like Andrew's dead. It's like what what is the assumption that I'm dead instantly? It's like I leave and it's like ah oh, he's gone just forever mm-hmm. goodbye. Like, that's, not, that's not him. Another person wearing his skin. Like that. You've been replaced yeah. by the French. Yeah. No one French would person. notice, right? It's so 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 comparable and similar. Yeah, because th- there's plenty of French people with my body type. <laughs> Skeleton. Oh <laughs> like, god. But yeah, you shouldn't. Basically, the point is, is that uh, religious zealots are scary. So uh, <laughs> thank you for so, that lesson. <laughs> in the game, uh, so in the game there was so there's a religious zealot mother. And everybody else, so everybody else is just a character, is 
So when you're playing the not RP, when you're not playing the top-down tactics-based version, what is the human thing? So in the human part, you're, it's more like night, like it's a, it's a lot like Night in the Woods. That's what I was gonna ask. Is it just like, like Night in the Woods? You're just walking you're around of, talking. You're kind of like interacting with the variety of characters that are in your life, and also trying to like move forward. Okay. While simultaneously in the, in the game, you're doing the game part, which is weird because Night in the Woods also had a weird like thing where you go to your computer and you play, you could play Demon Tower. Like there was a video game in Night in the Woods, but it was never the point. Like I don't think yeah. I don't think Demon Tower could ever affect Night in the Woods in any way. It was just a weird thing. They just, just they just made Demon Tower. It's like yeah. fuck it, we'll put it in Night in the Woods for some reason. It's kind of like how Wolfenstein always has Turkey Puncher in yeah. it, where you can just like do a stupid arcade game for 10, 15 minutes if you want to, but it has no impact to the game besides wasting your time. Yep. But, but what what brings them together is like the, there's there's this there's the obvious story parallel thing where that stuff's happening and I don't know where that ultimately go because I haven't finished the whole game yet I'm only two hours in okay but what well, I mean regardless you wouldn't what, want to spoil it for potential yeah. watchers but what binds the two of them together mechanically is you have a resource called motivation okay and it spans both of them so when you do things in the real world you can become demotivated or more motivated yes and that will impact your ability to play the other game and vice versa. So motivation only affects you in real life, okay. But it can be affected by the game. So the game. So if you're if you're doing bad in the game, you could become demotivated, which then makes it harder to do the real life game. What basically happens is that when you accomplish things in the game, you gain a point of motivation each time. Okay. But if you do stuff like stay up too late playing in the game, you lose motivation from sleep deprivation. Okay. Whereas you can also gain motivation from being well rested. And you can also gain motivation from just, like, making the right call in, so it's in like real a, life. It's like a board game on top of this? It like, kind of is, like yeah. A... Like, you'll make decisions in the real God. life, then those will those can both move your motivation up and down. Like, guilt drops your motivation and stuff uh. like that. And, like, things that you do like that. Like, uh, you disappoint people and that that drops your motivation. <laughs> like, uh, It I sounds did, like a lot of work. Yeah, like, I had a thing where my friends came over to do drugs... And it had the highest motivation requirement I've ever seen for a dialogue choice because it tells you how much motivation you need and how oh. much you have during the dialogue choice to, okay. to be able to win that dialogue. Because you, you get branching dialogue where it'll be like, here's your handful of options and then here's your motivation choice if it exists. And it'll tell you why you don't qualify for it. Oh. And so I was at like 13 out of 14 for motivation for not doing drugs. <laughs> and I knew, I knew my girlfriend was coming over that day. And I was supposed to, like, sh- I should have shooed them away to get them go away because I already have plans right now. So she comes by thinking that I, she she comes by thinking that I forgot and <laughs> because I was doing drugs with them because I couldn't resist it. And that, But this all happened because I stayed up last night too late playing video games and lost that one point that would have made the difference. <laughs> then, I, then I lose three motivation for be- for disappointing my girlfriend. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like equal parts fair and unfair of like it's just shit comes at you and you don't yeah. do, which is exactly how motivation mechanics should work. Well, yeah, I mean, life is not the life is not planned or scripted. Yeah. So sometimes, yeah, that one point is all that matters. And you just, yeah. oops, fuck. It's a it's compelling and interesting. It and sounds interesting. It's I mean, got a really weird synth pop uh, soundtrack that I think was made just for the game. Uh, I mean, and it's it sounds like Beck. <laughs> it sounds, sounds like, like Beck. It sounds like indie Beck. Okay. Yeah, it's playing, huh. and it plays, but and it plays in the video game. <laughs> like you'll be doing a fight, and like kind of Beck starts playing, and you're like, "All right, this is this shouldn't work, but it works." 
because I'm playing as a priest man that's punching a bullfrog minotaur centaur monster while like Beck music plays and like they're doing kung fu moves and everything. I'm like, sure. <laughs> Everyone's like, that guy's blue, that guy's red. <laughs> like the color scheme and weird art, Adult Swim art style all comes together to make it. It's like it's that specific thing where like it doesn't work in such a specific way that it, that it works. Oh, like, okay, yeah. Things, none, of, none of these things inherently go together, but but they, but they they clearly like just put. They, 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 instead of going with the, the, the tropes or like what's known to work of like, put these things together. Cause that's what like fantasy music, you do an orchestra, someone casts magic. There's a guy with a shield. Yeah. Uh, this one is like, we, they, it's like they held up paint to a room until they saw a color that worked. You're like, oh shit, that works. Didn't know that one would work. And like that kind of thing. Yeah. So you just, you just try, I bet, I bet it was somebody just took, uh, whoever made the music probably just made like four different genre samples could be like not full songs but just like four different genre samples and played it over the game yeah. and then the and person I, played I, it over I don't the know game. if it's made specifically the game or if they like licensed it either way you yeah, still go you yeah. really grab a handful and you're just like that blep 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 that one works it's been a fun surprise i've been trying i try to like show surprise games that no one knows about sometimes like i did like i am the only let's player for pipe push paradise still yeah there's like there's like six one-off like things just like because the first looks or whatever youtube channels that just are like they, they just cover every game yeah they just go and play every f new game yeah. just once so that way they can get the views so you have like stream vods or the things where it's just like i just like i cover every single game one by one and every single yeah. one of them gets like stuck immediately and i like the third puzzle and just like ah and then the video ends yeah but i'm i'm getting through the whole guy i'm on the last puzzle now and i've been on the last puzzle for a while now oh Admittedly, I don't try every day. It's like I I don't try, I don't try every day. It's not a daily like Sudoku puzzle. Yeah, that yeah. You try. Well, I'm, not, I'm not trying. I'm not bashing my head against the same puzzle every day because I have to do my whole other schedule and everything. Yeah, I'm sitting here looking at the backlog. I'm like, oh fuck, my backlog of Pipe Push Paradise is running out, and I'm like, I still haven't actually solved the final puzzle. Like for all I know, I... it'll just like cut to a different puzzle game, and then out of nowhere, the finale of Pipe Push Paradise will happen. In the I mean, of another playthrough. I'm sure you could get it down. You just it. You just have to grunt and barely unfortunate which is my you might just have to spend like time away from the game actually yeah. thinking about the game solution it's a, it's a brutal game because it's a that game's a 3d sokoban like oh yeah oh because like there's a whole genre called sokoban where you push blocks around and shit yeah i've never played i've never played a real version of it ever like what are you looking at what are so, you looking at sorry looking was, at? That's, how dare you that was an email for one of the q a questions it's the only thing that got more douchey. What? Smartwatches. Oh, like, oh. There was like, oh, looking at phones, and there's looking at, like, there's the Bluetooth and a bunch of other things, but then people were like, yeah, this is me uh, not valuing our time together. Like, <laughs> like the gesture involved with, with checking yeah, your message like, on, a, on, a, on a watch is to be like, um, yeah, I got somewhere to be. <laughs> Someone <laughs> like, literally checking. just told me I have somewhere to be, like, and I could see on my phone. Because, like, you're checking your watch over and over again, and it's like, like, I get it, but, like, because I can see it. It's yeah. a weird nightmare mega watch. <laughs> like, it doesn't the, <laughs> the, sh the shape's all wrong and shit to just be a regular watch. Is but it? Like, I feel like this is the closest. It might be your wrist. <laughs> it might be your wrist. It's probably my wrist. I was going to say, like, I think you the are... watch, the watch yeah. is actually, the, like, if you look at the eye watch, like that yeah. Apple watch or something, it's like a square and it's tiny and you're like. It might be the stick the bug nature of the, what's yeah. on, what the wrist is on. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> 
It is a fat watch comparatively. Yeah, this is like the smallest watch face <laughs> I can get. I'm sitting here like, uh, yeah, we're not two hours in yet, I'm sh- I assure you. <laughs> no, no. I, I, yeah, I have the podcast. Like, a lot of podcast questions have come in oh, shit. on here. Oh, um, shit. What are we going to do? Probably answer them later. Yeah. But. Like, I, I never played a real Sokemon game before. Like I a play- down, down, like. Like, I played Sokemon mini games in other games for a second. Yeah, that's like, like, it's like yeah, like, like near or nine nine nine. Yeah. You push a block around. For I a mean, bit. Pipe Dream does that too. Where Pipe Dream it shows up in like a bunch of games yeah. that no one. I, I don't think a lot of people have actually sat down and played Pipe Dream.exe. That was actually an like, issue I saw. I looked at like, I think it was like a PR problem this game has is that I saw like a I don't know if it was Kotaku or Rock Paper Shotgun or something. I saw some sort of article about about Pipe Push Paradise, and all the comments are about like it's it's just Pipe Dream, whatever. And it's like no just being about pipes does not make you the same game like is it mechanically do you not pipe know dream is like, a game where you rotate a bunch of tiles in place to make them line up correctly to do a line like we all did it in bioshock and 500 other games pipe dream and sokapon are very different yes, games they are. they're very different genres of games let me assure you you saw you saw steven sausage roll right yeah so like that game was cool because you that was the one where you had to push the pipe the you had to push the sausage and every time you pushed it lengthwise it would just slide but if you pushed it like on its long side it would roll over yeah and so and you had to cook you had to cook it, both it, it was, sides it was two tiles long and both and it had a top and a bottom so you had to cook both sides on grills and you had to deal with the fact that like the act of rolling it over on the grill would be an issue because if you rolled it it would also displace itself off of the grill so yeah like is there a grill behind it and, like that was the whole puzzle was figuring that that stuff and they the game was brilliant because much like witness it had like 50 more mechanics that were going to slowly layer in without ever telling you about them and then you'd be like, fuck. Whereas, like, Witness, it was more obvious. Because in Witness, it... Yeah, I like, mean, this every... This is a new thing. What's the new thing mean? Every world had its own new, yeah, like, puzzle. There was, like, new symbols. So you're like, okay, yeah. new me- this is clearly new mechanic time because... I, what is that? What mean? is that? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And then you see the tutorial but, wall. Well, it's, it's also because it's open world. Yeah. So you can encounter the new stuff before so knowing... So Sausage stuff. Roll is also uh, open world. Is it? Yeah. You can just pick whatever you puzzle. You can just go to any puzzle you feel like, basically. It's... There's like There are some gating to it, but like it's at least non-linear. That's absurd. I think you might have to beat each world in, in order or something, but there's not. Okay. But it is like you have an overworld, and the overworld has the levels in it. The entire overworld is all of the world, all of the levels mashed together. Okay. And like end to end. And you can walk onto the one and you just you just take you just take yourself to this starting point that's shaped like your character and then the level then the rest of the world drops into the ocean and only that one island that is the level you went to is there. Oh, that's like, terrifying. Yeah. It you is just, terrifying. You just killed a bunch of other islands. <laughs> and uh in, in that game you would you'd kind of periodically be like, okay, this is clearly impossible. And that's yeah. when you, that's when you have to innovate and realize that there's a whole new secret you didn't even realize. There's a whole about new yet. like mechanic and or style to play. The number or... of times Steven Sausage Roll do that was amazing. Like, there was, like, eight times where it's just like, fuck, that was there the whole time? <laughs> like, I could just do that this whole game? Yeah. Which, which, is, that which sounds... wasn't always true because the level wasn't always shaped in a way where you could do it, but it was there. But It's just figuring it out. But, yeah. like, once you know, then you go, like, your brain starts move Like, your brain adds the new uh the new number to the mm-hmm. equation and goes like oh now there's a that, there's a fucking solution things like, are expanding yeah. my options list is growing yeah and I, I think it's cool when a game can do that organically like i think it's always cool regardless to add features to your puzzle game <laughs> but like in the but there's a different there's two different ways of doing it like one of the ways of doing it is like the witness way or the portal way or the cube way where yeah. it's like oh this is obviously a new mechanic 
it's a weird arrow or something or it's a blob shooter it's more intrusive like, like it, it wants you to make sure you get that new mechanic before yeah. you continue like oh orange paint yeah <laughs> that kind of stuff you can't yeah you can't walk through portal without knowing what the mechanics are yeah. they will not let you where steven sachel was crazy because the new mechanic would just be like you just you just find it yeah because like there was no orange paint like it's just natural it's just they're naturally there but the, you have the, to the naturally orange paint would be the level would be shaped in a slightly different way like literally like just the squares that make up the cliffs and everything would be shaped in a slightly different way that they'd make something possible you couldn't do before oh like you could probably roll it in a certain way yeah like you couldn't roll it before there's or... certain tricks you can do and technically they were always there but technically the level wasn't shaped in a way that would let you do that kind of trick yeah like and like so so it's like you'd find you'd you'd find some of them organically or even on accident, but they but oftentimes that is the first time they were technically possible, but not in any sort of signposted way. Yeah, it's so just, it'd just be like a, it's a they they got so many like aha moments jammed in that game organically, which uh, is I think that's I mean that's pretty good for a puzzle game. That's what you want in a puzzle game is yeah. something that like you want you I I like Portal and I hate Witness uh, <laughs> for various different reasons, but like I. There are a lot of puzzle games that I do enjoy where you you just find stuff out yeah. and you you just because it, it gives you Isn't that, that feeling. Toko, Tokitori. Tokitori's like well no Tokitori. Specifically, I've heard Tokitori Two is like a non-linear like Metroidvania type environment where technically you can. There's a bunch of things that seem impossible that you can't technically do at the beginning because they just you just haven't learned about those yet. Oh, I haven't played Tokitori Two yet. I've yeah. only played one, and Tokitori one is very plus is the one that's always recommended constantly. Yeah, yeah one one is very uh, portal like, where it's like, okay, here's the things, do the things do with the, the things. things, and it's like okay. you're in a box, you can't leave the box to yeah. do the thing, and it's frustrating. Talos Principle. Uh, yeah, Talos, Talos Principle. What's liberating about Talos Principle was realizing you weren't actually stuck in the box. Yes, which is also what Portal did sometimes too. Yeah, but Talos Principle at least introduced things to you somewhat more organically than portal does you'll just see something in the hub world you're like the fuck yeah this, this we're not in a puzzle yeah why is the, hub just, why is the puzzle stuff in the hub world you're just like what is this then, uh, then you realize that you can like escape or something you can also throw you something can, over walls or, you, yeah you can also use items from different puzzles in different or puzzles sometimes just realizing you can point a laser just out of a puzzle yeah that <laughs> like puzzles that. don't have walls to them you can yeah. just be like and go that way and it just does There's some cool shit in there yeah tell principle is a really good example of like a hybrid between natural They're making it too are they yeah cool there's like a yeah they're like uh tell principle is a good hybrid between like the naturally finding new things you can do versus like it's still linear like there yeah. are still puzzle rooms you go through but finding out how certain mechanics work somewhat is like you just find it out naturally it doesn't no, no one shows up and goes like, hey, pull away. You do that. It doesn't in like Which the first area. It can backfire area. so hard. Oh, yeah. It can backfire real bad. If it's not explained, then you always have some people that will like never understand what's, what's going to happen next. I mean, what's I, going on. yeah, I'm one of those kind of people that like I'll always, no matter what, I'll always hit a dead end at some point. Like Talos Principle, I hit a dead end. I mean, you hit a dead end in the first two minutes of the witness. Yeah, but you that's. Hit, you hit the segregation walls and you're like, I don't. That's what? more what? of like it's uh, more of a dis- desire to not because desire yeah. to not. It's more of like me. It's it's kind you, of like how you didn't want to be good at it. Or? Yeah, I just didn't want to play Witness, and <laughs> I like why did you? well because because it's like it's a puzzle game. No. People kept saying it's a good one. And I want to show like no, it's not a good puzzle game. Your brain's weird. So, but it's like it's why I don't play Mist is because I don't like I could do I could play Mist, but I won't. I don't want to, so that I will have I'll struggle finding the solutions because my brain's like, no, stop playing Mist. I'm not going to show you how to do it. And it's like, come on. But I'll play. I'll sit there and play Portal, and I'm just like, uh, 
Yeah, I get it. It's right there. And someone yeah. else would be like, I just, I haven't even had a chance to absorb the puzzle. And it's, so there are times where you can. You have, you have solved puzzles when I've been in the room before <laughs> I even noticed what the puzzle was. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, well. Uh, so I, I mean, it's, it's like, like the escape room feeling. I'm like, I could replay the escape room, I guess, because I don't know what the puzzle was. <laughs> like, like, uh, we were, we we're talking about the idea. Marty and I were talking about the idea of like getting my family to go to the whispering halls for my birthday. Yeah. Because one, it gives me and Marty a chance to see a bunch of the puzzles we never did. Mm. But also, it's, it gives me a chance to do the a repeat experiment of what I did last year, which is getting a bunch of people that are not the age group for video games and puzzle games or even escape rooms and just putting them in there anyway and just seeing how things work out without like spoiling an escape room for myself. Yeah. So that I can take go with my friends. So we might do that. And then I'd give you a call if we have the right slot count or something because I'm trying to figure that out still. Oh, yeah. I forgot we did. The, I forgot that escape yeah, you, room. We did. You, you've been to Whispering Halls too already. Yeah. So it's like you're not missing I, anything necessarily. Yeah. But you'd probably make the trip if you had, if there was a slot or something. Oh, yeah. I'd do but that. I'm trying to figure out but, who's who would will go or not because my, my family is so spread out. You have, to, you have to check with every single person yeah. to see if they'll come. Yeah, that's true. Like, I, I'm trying to think like what was. Oh, yeah. That was the. Was it the second one? It's and, the giant one. Wait, the whispering. We can't say anything specific about it because it spoils for people because oh. that, and that's cool. But like yeah. it was, it was the significantly larger of the two that we played. Yeah, the first one was Containment Breach. Right, and, right. That was the that the, was a lot smaller. The that whispering was... Halls was the one that went down to the wire and roll in a tiny room together at the end, like all cheering on one last thing. They were like, "Are we gonna make it in time?" And like, yeah, we're like, I think I, it was during the last minute. Yeah, it was the last minute. We were all <laughs> crowded in a hallway that was not meant for more than like three people. Because it's twelve. Yeah, it's like a twelve person room. Twelve person escape room, and yeah. we were all down to the same last puzzle because we were ready and we did it. Yeah, we I did it, and it was hype. Yeah, was, I remember there was a lot of times where it was like that was that was one of the shit happened that you never got to see happen yeah like because there were so many people solving puzzles at once yeah i well i had to keep track of all this stupid shit too which is a problem because people would do stuff and i have to go like i'd have to like if i would yeah. see someone like complete a puzzle i'm like what did you just do yeah what did you and I have do to, like, you have to explain which to me the, which of the puzzle which of the yeah. things to use up and so it's like someone would be like i just put this code in thank you and i have to like keep going through because yeah, i'm afraid we haven't talked about escape rooms yet have we we should probably do not that. really no yeah, yeah. We did it somewhat, uh, a little bit on the other podcast, but it was with people that aren't haven't done escape rooms, so it's just me talking at people about escape rooms, basically. <laughs> yeah, which is a reoccurring problem on the other podcast too. Is just like the they like let's all talk about video games we played lately at Bird because he hasn't played any of them <laughs> and stuff, or especially Shell. And it's like that's, that's the thing, but this is our chance to talk about specifically escape rooms because you've been to like four. Yes, I've been to four of them. Oh, yeah. uh, I did. Two of the ones at the place thing. And I've been to like, I think like eight um, or something. So I've, I've been to two at the Enchambered place. Yeah. And then I the did. The best place ever. Yeah. And then I did. <laughs> yeah, it is the best place it's, ever. It's, it's, um, I've been to other ones now and nothing fucking matches it. Uh, yeah. Highly recommended. Uh, we did that. Seriously. Really. In the Sacramento area. I say this. Our Narcade. I say this like every week. It's our Narcade area. No, it's I, very, it's different. Don't, I mean, like the Sacramento area of California. Okay, if you're in Northern California, buy Sacramento you and you, you go to Arden Arcade. You travel a bit for escape rooms. <laughs> I don't mean like, if you're on the block and just you're going to walk in, like you, you make <laughs> reservations and you travel for escape rooms. This, it's like an event. <laughs> well, yeah. You have to organize like 12 friends. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Or three or something, raising the room. It depends. Yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, in Chambered is fantastic. Yeah. It's so good. They have three rooms now, and they set the standard for what I've seen so far. Yeah, I haven't and been to the third room. they're absurdly good. Uh, that's... Were, you, were you the bad one? No. 
I wasn't at the bad one that you guys went to. You were, yeah, you started with Enchambered. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, I, I basically started at Enchambered. We told you about the bad one before, right? Like, yeah. Chunky loves treasure and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And then, because we, yeah, we did the two Enchambered, uh, we did the Zelda one, which was a fucking God, I remember I opened a chest. show. I opened a chest at the shitty one, and there was like, and I don't even care about spoiling shit about this place, because it's not worth going to. Can don't you, don't can, go to Skeleton Key. Can you spoil it? Because when you were describing the it puzzles, to me... It's really bad. Yeah, the puzzles one, didn't seem like they are actually... One of, the, one of the puzzles was like, what makes me special? And there was like a Cyclops, and a Cerberus, and a Hydra, and it's like, wow, things that have a specific number of body parts... And each statue is the color of one of the numbers on this combination lock. I wonder what the combination to the lock is. I'm like, I hate you. I hate you and I'm mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had never been to another escape room before and I already knew this was a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> and, I don't we, even know how to judge quality, but this one's bad. What really, like, really tipped yeah. it off is when we were stuck for 30 minutes straight in that place, making no progress of any kind. And like... One of us, one of the people that was there that I've never seen since, I don't think, was just losing their mind, like, doing some crazy, like, number 23 type stuff of, like, numerology and crazy shit and, like, trying to interpret crazy stuff and, like, turning words into math and shit like that. Like, what? She thought she was going to decode some crazy shit. Okay. Because we were clearly stuck and kudos to her. She's being proactive. I mean, yeah, but that's like, in, I, I can't yeah, imagine this place would do next go- level shit yeah. that would not happen. That's like in chambered level shit. All like, the stop. pictures <laughs> of people finishing the puzzle were like a family of like, oh, it's two eight-year-olds and two old people <laughs> and they look schlubby and like, ha ha, we're here. It's two eight-year-olds. We're on our, we're eight on our way to Marine World. Like, it's all these family photos and shit. Imagine two eight-year-olds turning letters into yeah. numbers and they're just sitting there like doing some next level shit and like the parents are just like, I'm so proud of you kids. <laughs> the Hydra's Mason what do they mean but the uh it's like gravity falls type shit at that point <laughs> brutal but then we found out that like, there was a thing called there was a a really dumb chest in the corner that had a hole in the top and it had plastered on it in tape written on sharpie was it said trunky loves treasure and we had a and like 30 minutes ago we had this whole thing of treasure that we poured in the hole because it's obviously that's what you do and then nothing happened then 30 minutes later it opened <laughs> Because, like, yeah. the idea, as far as we could tell, there was, like, a, a weight. There was, like, a scale inside of it that was supposed to... Oh, okay. That was supposed to have all the stuff in it. Yeah. And some of the pieces of treasure fell out. Like, it bounced out, and so they wasn't heavy oh, enough. Oh, And they, they were way too restrictive on how accurate the weight had to be. So it just didn't open. It eventually opened on a timer. I'm... And so we, we so the majority of our experience in that escape room was us just making up puzzles because nothing was happening. <laughs> you gave them ideas, and when we when we saw the how much how fast we beat it, even after that point, we realized that like we would have been done with that entire escape room in like fifteen minutes. There was Oof. the puzzles were just nothing, and also they put fucking Aragon next to Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings, and that's fucked up. Wait, they <laughs> they had a. They had a, the library, because their atmosphere for this magician's room was that there was a library along one wall that just had a bunch of books on it. Mm-hmm. And it was just a bunch of random books that were all fantasy-ish, I guess. Okay. So it was like Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings and oh, Game okay. of Thrones. And I'm like, all right, all right. And then it was Aragon. I'm like, no, 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 don't, don't just mix up Tolkien and Paulini like they're the same fucking quality. Like, this is concerning. God. It's, it's not so God not, damn it! Not, yeah, that's the type of uh, it was the type of escape room uh, somebody who owns Aragon would make. 
That's a little judgy, Keith. But then we went to Chambered and we added you in because it was a larger roster. So we're like reaching out yeah. to more people and everything. And it's like fantastic atmosphere. And yeah, like, really great atmosphere. The one, um, the one you did, the, the the first one you did, actually, the, both of them kind of had like Bioshock audio logs, technically. It, like, yeah, it had uh, it had or they weren't audio logs; they were like video logs, right? There, it was just a thing where like you could, there was a thing you could interact with that ended up making like lore play at you. And yeah. Like, oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. Oh no! Sometimes speakers like, would like, play yeah, too. Yeah, there were speakers right. that like lighting would change. Yeah. And like what they did, which impresses Marty a lot, is that they have like RFID chips and all these other things like hidden away inside of stuff, so yeah. that like they can do magic. Yeah, they could basically do magic. Yeah. yeah. Like, which is what I was going to ex- explain with the chest. Like, the chest would have been smarter if you had... If it was, if it was magic. Well, if it was counting how many coins you put in right. versus, the like, the scale. The scale is, like, a bare-bones way to Or test. if you're doing a scale, just don't make it that pointlessly well, accurate. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, for... Yeah. In Chambered, you would just... You would put stuff in, and it would know how many you put in. What was so bad about the escape, the escape room in particular, the bad one, is that, like, all escape rooms have cameras in them yes and people are watching you the whole time that's like the point because they can give you hints if you're stuck and stuff like that yeah and uh these people like clearly they, saw you put the treasure in yeah, and they just no, said nobody nothing. did anything about it and they weren't paying any attention and they would give us tip they would give us hints about stuff we already did because that's a little and they would and they would, they would type stuff like lol and smileys and shit on the message thing i'm like wow our immersion right as as, as if we really had any because there was no atmosphere and it looked like we were playing into like a cubicle <laughs> it was god like, it was one of those like we I'm glad up, i didn't go to that one it's one of those ones like you put up rooms but you put up rooms in a and that are smaller that are shorter than the building they're in oh god yeah they're walls but they're like they're like they're like portable walls uh what's it called it's like uh it's like fake offices basically no no no. what's a good example they do that at uh there's like some place i think like a halloween store kind of thing where you like like temporary walls yeah when you go to the halloween store and you like you you come in you're like okay it's it's like a store but you can tell it's not quite a store because it's not it doesn't have permanent c to it you can feel that it's not a permanent fixture yeah so like you can see it's going to just get picked up Which and is moved. exactly what holiday stores are yeah, yeah. but the uh the, uh the the point being that of course like they they should have seen us put the treasure in and also heard us talking about it over and over again and at no point did they ever like either trigger it separately or because of course they don't have that i don't know come in yeah like, just i mean just it's, fix the problem well because we had that with uh we even had that within chambered and yeah i mean and they're like top quality people and so like they're not gonna and they're their immersions like God I think chamber, didn't chamber but, come in at the one point as like an emergency like supply drop to give us more lanterns because like some of them weren't working. Or yes, something. they gave us uh, one of them was for giving us more lanterns. I think the other one was for uh, I think something was like we were missing something. I think like something was because they're paying attention. Yeah, but I'm, I'm I, I think like something was literally not where it was supposed to be. Might have been. But like they I remember they came they in. Pay attention. And yeah, like, but oh, they shit. Oh, yeah. They we'll came in things. real quick and we're just like, Boop, there you go. Yeah. And left. Like there to was the no time delay. To the point where I don't even remember it happening. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I I specifically remember the lantern one though because we like all got a, a lantern, but like half of us couldn't use a lantern, so like they just weren't turning on. Yeah. Like, Fuck. Yeah, and I remember Cause I, it's dark in there. Enchambered, all the enchambered puzzles are dark rooms. Yeah, they're dark rooms. Which I've seen a correlation between whether a, a puzzle, uh, 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 escape room is good and whether or not it's dark. <laughs> that's, that's been a true thing for the most part, because uh, it. If you're thinking about light levels in the first place, you're probably thinking about atmosphere and thinking about a bunch of other things. You're thinking about it beyond the fact of it just being yeah. puzzles. Like yeah. the skeleton key one that was like the magician puzzle was like an evenly lit sitcom setting. 
Mm, yeah shitty fake walls yeah you could hear the people in the other copy of the room across the warehouse because the walls don't reach the ceilings and there's like aragon books and shit because that's a magician's library or something (laughs) but the uh yeah escape room they give one they give they give the whole team one like thing you can write on Mm -hmm. that's like a electronic writable thing that has a button that resets it yeah which you were in charge of for both the ones i was in in charge for both of them you write small yes i write (laughs) small and i'm good at keeping that information together apparently and like an an issue that so many of the escape rooms are limited by is that like have they have so many like physical locks everywhere yes so like i did a i did a one that there's a there's a decent place called escape the Sac- escape sacramento but their worst room was called the gallery and the gallery's issue was that it was it was first of all it was an evenly lit single room like, like there's no surprise like like walls that open up or anything like that or no secondary rooms which mm. getting to transitioning from a room to other rooms in escape room is so great for making you feel like you're making progress it, it is bewildering though yes like it is very bewildering it when you start with you when you start out in a very enclosed room and then you're like okay well i guess we're at the end of all of our puzzles yeah. are we getting some and you're like and a wall just <laughs> opens or <laughs> yeah. you open like a, you open up like yeah. a safe and then the safe is secretly like a tunnel it's, or something yeah. like that <laughs> yeah and you, and you just go through and you're like okay well i wonder where this is it's a fucking whole big room what happened like, yeah and you just, realize that, like yeah it, it's really cool to the first thing you do in escape room is you get you get familiar with your space. Yes. You're like okay, that's there's drawers there, there's drawers there's like a piano. You start over remembering there. where you, everything is. Yeah, you track like, down a list of things like yeah. like in our nine, nine, nine playthrough, you track down all the variables and figure out what's going on with yep. them. So then if something just opens up to another place, you're like, fuck. Yeah, because then you walk in, you're like, there's so many more variables. Yeah. And especially because they always they will always do it where there's not uh you don't finish every puzzle before you go to the next room. So there's always like yeah, some leftover puzzle and you're like fucking ass. What is the thing that's yeah, going to fix you, this puzzle? You realize that <laughs> something that you couldn't solve was because like it's either going to be used in the next room or you use something from the next room to come back <laughs> yeah. to here. So you're, it, just, it just expands. You're not, you're, not just, you're not just lifting up and going to a new place. Exactly. It, it's not a, great. Yeah, which is, yeah, that's, that's the best part. What happened in uh, our most recent Enchambered uh, run that we did was that we were down to like the last couple minutes, like dramatic music's playing to indicate that like you're down to the wire and shit. Then a fucking wall opened <laughs> and you're like, there's another room. <laughs> there's another room. We're fucked. That's impressive. <laughs> we're fucked. <laughs> and uh, all the best ones do that shit. It's fantastic. It, it feels good. It's a uh, one. It's like you get so familiar with the space that having the space change is just a mind fuck in general oh yeah but also it feels like you're beating a level in a way you're like oh yeah shit, you're progressing look what we did as opposed yeah. to being locked like when i play the gallery it's just one hallway ish shaped level and that's the whole thing and there's like 15 combination locks like so many combination Damn. locks. so it's just like it's too much overlap of like one it's evenly lit so this the atmosphere is kind of crap two you don't change rooms and three so many of the puzzles are finding out what the combination is for another lock. You're just finding combinations after so, combination. Yeah, so many of the com- all the yeah. different locks have like different number of inputs, or they'll have like Ugh. some of the combinations were that one where it's like a grid of squares you press in the right oh, sequence. Oh yeah, and some of them were letters and numbers and colors. It's and still just like, like it's still but a it's fatigue. Still, it's still it's like, still you're just finding the answer to a bunch yeah. of codes. But what Enchambered does that's so fantastic is that like you'll like get tarot cards. <laughs> And you'll, yeah, you'll put get the tarot a... cards on a table in order, and then, like, a door will open or something. Yeah. Like, 
you'll do there's like there's a lot of weird stuff like uh i i mean so they'll have they still have their usual like safes like there's yeah. a safe you have to crack you'll find the occasional and, safe or combination or yeah you'll find like i mean you still find a combination or safe key, the dreaded uh, key the where's the key, key go yeah, the key thing <laughs> but uh i think one of the things that makes in chambered interesting is that there's always something happening when you do that stuff yeah like you're get you're getting somewhere for an ultimate goal like when you unlock a chest you're unlocking a chest because that chest has probably the last piece needed to finish this one puzzle you got halfway through before you realize you can't continue and so it's like Mm -hmm. you you it's not just a you open it it's like oh look there's a key to the door and you open the door it's like you'll you'll open it and there's like oh look there's a thing for this and you do that and it's like by the way now you can access this neck puzzle and you're like yep oh good great now there's more (laughs) and it it's there's fantastic audio design. There's like oh, yeah. narrative things going on. In I the like background the stories. Stuff. Yeah, like the stories they tell you. Like almost like holograms at some spots and there's shit going on. There's a lot of weird shit in like. Well, and, and Chambered is one of those that like does. It goes a little bit beyond. But there's, yeah, oh, they make so they're they're way too into it. They're it's way awesome. too into it. Yeah, they're because they they build those rooms from scratch and it's, they're like, like yeah. self built rooms. Like when we say built, we're not saying like oh they they bought some chairs at you know, IKEA they, and they set feel it up like theme parky. Yeah, like. They literally put a piano in like the middle of a room, mm-hmm. like it's a piano, and, I, and then they built like a world around it. My takeaway with the magic stuff is like when you like you'll touch a thing with your hand with no discernible buttons or even touchscreen surfaces, and just touching it like a sound will play or like a visual thing will happen in the room. You're like, how did how do things work? Yeah. And like Marty's all impressed because like the whole thing's being run on like I, I don't know was it like C plus plus or something? Like it's the, being run on like, uh, a, a mixture a, of C and Java because it's an escape room that's. Programmed. It's a yeah. It's a program. It's escape a program room. runs. Yeah. that operates the escape room around us, which is how some magic shit works. Yeah, like this is a really non-spoilery thing, which is that in the new escape room, the way they do hints is they have a book in the corner of the room, and if you open it, it has a hint glowing inside of it. Which changes as you progress through the escape room. What? Yeah. What? How cool is that's that? That's fucking impressive. Like that's the kind of shit they do at this. Is place. it like on a screen? It's a book. That has a screen inside of it. Oh, like, that's like, cool. Like, it's like mist. Yeah, yeah. It's like a mist book you open, and it tell it gives you a vague hint about that's, how to proceed. That's really you awesome. Can't figure out what to do next. That's really awesome. And I opened it on accident like twice because I'm so used to using everything in my environment to solve the puzzle that I wasn't even cons- thinking about the fact that it's the hint book. I'm like, oh shit, I'm not supposed to look at that because <laughs> we're trying to just solve them normally. I'm like, oh fuck. Uh, <laughs> but oh shit, what was I thinking of? Um, but yeah, the fact it's programmed I, like that. What I would say is that like in chambered like there's escape rooms and then there's a specific type of what you would hope escape rooms would be if you're somebody who grew up watching legend of the hidden temple and jumanji yeah yeah yeah. Like, yeah, yeah if you yeah. want to have like a magic board if you want to have an experience versus you want to have up, like an idol or something and do something like that kind of shit yeah <laughs> whereas a lot of the uh, other places like you probably make this kind of thing because you have some inspiration to want to do it. Like you, there's you, yeah. runs each place is probably into this. There's some kind but, of inspiration. Yeah, but, but there, but that doesn't mean you don't have the imagination. That's the, that's what it is. It's the imagination like, you need, and a lot yeah. of them lack the imagination. Which it's, which is our third one. We did the Zelda one, which was like <laughs> the worst. There were. It was so bad. bad. It was so bad in like in a multitude of interesting ways, which I think was if the best he- part. Yeah, if you hear about the touring video game escape room, don't do those. I don't recommend uh, it. No, I don't know which one they're on because I think they keep going cycling through them at an astonishing rate, which yeah. is alarming in its own. I rate. think they first started out doing uh, Final Fantasy uh, fourteen. 
I don't, um, I don't know. They did Final Fantasy Online as one of them, and then they yeah. went to Zelda, and then I think they were We did doing... Ocarina of Time, and then they're next yeah. going to do Trials of Bahamut. Yeah. And stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, Trials of Bahamut. Which was another Final Fantasy uh, thing, and it's like... Yeah. First of all... They're not good. It's not an escape room in the proper sense, because it's no. a room where, like, it's... ten tables of people are doing it in parallel with each other. Well, also, you, you're not stuck. Yeah, you're not stuck. You're, you're sitting at a table solving like cereal box puzzles, basically. No, they are cereal yeah. box puzzles. But not basically, they people. are like they're printed on pieces of paper. It's one of the only times I wanted more light in the escape room because we couldn't like yeah, you're looking at a piece of paper that you're like sharing basically to do yeah. the puzzles on a and, table like, that's way too small. Like, yeah, it's like it's small font and it's a small table and it's dark and it's like at, at any given time only like one person can read this shit. Yeah. It's like why are there four or five or six of us or something like that? Yeah, and they, like each puzzle only requires one person. Yeah. And they only give you one puzzle at a time. So yep. you have four people sitting there watching one person do a puzzle and it, and it was also kind of obnoxious because I, I hadn't played Ocarina and it blatantly required Ocarina knowledge. Yes, it did. It required like, a lot. Like, I think like, like two what, or three different puzzles required, like, Ocarina you knowledge. Had to, it was completely arbitrary bullshit stuff that wasn't puzzles. It was the yeah. type of shit that I complained about while I'm playing Ocarina because of how, like, like me yeah. talking, like, how do I trigger the Impa's thing, which is secretly not me meeting Impa, but actually Sheik in a well scene? Ah. It's it's a, it's like, a callbacks, and the callbacks, if you don't know them, are just going no. to cripple your run. It's like, and the it's puzzles like, are full why? of nonsense, like, these people don't like children, so you gotta come to them as an adult, because you have an adult hat and a child hat. Yeah. Unlock and because you unlock the and like how would you know that unless you knew the difference between like the the there's like the the water thing that was like oh that's a cute puzzle but the most of it is like I hate you and then the fucking one where you throw oh god the one that's yeah it it, it was full of like nods that are just like haha cute little gesture that's not a puzzle yeah things to you you get pots which were bean bags with pots drawn on them basically and you had to throw them at a target. Yeah. Which didn't matter if you hit it or not, and then you were just given the next thing. Like you're, it just was, you're just giving items. You're just giving items. It was like a patronizing, like run around children. In it's for it's thing. for children. Yeah, but no one was children there. No, because <laughs> because, because it's called an escape room. Which it's you also think... Ocarina of Time, which is like 15, 20 years old yeah. or something. Like also all the my... people that that know what that game is are like thirty now. Yeah, it's. The next one's gonna be Final Fantasy. Make a fucking uh, I think Skylanders one if you want children. I like, think we got like we got basically to the <laughs> final puzzle, and we just couldn't figure out the final puzzle, right? Because it was just, you had to like because wasn't the final puzzle like you had to like scratch off the fucking thing that was around our neck that we didn't know the whole time that was a puzzle. There was some weird stuff we got stuck on where it's just kind of incomprehensible for the longest time. The a time. Lot of, a lot of it boiled down to that we just we, couldn't see shit. Yeah, we struggled with uh with aging cuz we couldn't figure out how to like go to the temple of time. We couldn't figure out uh There's a whole lot of like what do you want from me? Yeah, they're like the Gorgon, I think the Gorgon Mountain was a problem we had once too. I think we like struggled with getting into the Gor- No, the we had to like bring them the right thing. And yeah, I think something. it was. Yeah, it was like we had to there bring was, them something, and we there was a lot like, of really frustrating, weird nonsense. It going was on. so. It was so bad. And also, the whole time dealing with this goddamn cap that's too small for my head because <laughs> I'd have a big head, and they didn't have larger caps. And if I remember so correctly, it, was, it looked like I was wearing like a like a beanie. Yeah, you had like a weird sock on your head. Yeah, every, uh, yeah, I looked like I, I was gonna go rob the store at the beginning of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. Like, <laughs> like they're all wearing pantyhose over their head. Yeah, like it's like. Like three of us, including you, had like this baggy, like, like link cap, 
Yeah. And like three of us look like we're wearing like trying to stretch pantyhose over our head because our heads are just way too big. Yeah. It's I think the worst part was I don't think anybody in that room successfully got through. Well, the worst part was driving to San Francisco. Well, yeah, the worst in San Francisco. The worst part was getting to San Francisco. But the second worst part was that no one left that secret underground parking garages (laughs) that we don't know. Yeah, nobody. But nobody in that room beat the uh, Uh, beat it. Everyone failed. Nobody was psyched about it. No, but I'm saying uh, like we, like there was like just to never take Carissa's inv- invitations for escape rooms because that's the second time, right? Because she did the she skeleton. Did, she one. brought us the skeleton key. Yeah. Also, it's like she, I don't. She brings us to the worst ones, the only bad ones, basically. <laughs> she finds them laser honed. <laughs> laser honed. <laughs> but she, this one had the bonus of uh, dangerous driving through San Francisco, where I drove against traffic. I mean, it's... There was no traffic, but no. I drove against it. <laughs> well, yeah, because one-way streets are kind of complicated. I, tur- I took a weird right turn and, and then realized it wasn't right. And I was like, oh. But it was also like, I couldn't tell because we were turning... We we're making a right turn down a hill. Yeah. So I was like, you can't even see the road you're turning onto at that <laughs> angle. And I'm like, ah! And like, oh, you can't go this way. I'm like, I... Ah! <laughs> I don't a, know where I'm yeah. going. What is this town? Like... It's a nightmare. In a nice place like where we... Like you live right now uh everything's if you flat. make a wrong turn you just go around the block <laughs> yeah every single road in this entire town basically is two way it'll connect to it and itself, everything yeah. is block shaped yeah so it, like even if it's kind of like i don't know weird or like that's a triple block it's like it takes a while to turn to to be a block properly it's, yeah but you but can like, still just turn around yeah you just you're you're like navigating around at, at worst like a tetris screen yeah of like weird shaped san francisco's blocks. not like that yeah san francisco's a nightmare you're gone like, Which is weird because it's actually kind of a block, because it's famous it's, for being the city that's the, where they forced a, a, a block grid over a hill, where it made no sense. Yeah. But the but uh, but between the increased car sizes, where everyone's now, so many of those streets are one way now. But also, they're all in, up and down hills and everything. Despite the fact that it's blocks, it's way more confusing. Yeah, it <laughs> well because it's go. it's confusing because it's a block with one way roads on a hill. So, like, it's, you run into the mm-hmm. situation where you're like, okay, well, I fucked up. How do I get out of this fuck up? And it's like, well, you can't go that way or that way because they're one-way streets. And they're not one-way streets that lead into the a circle that goes back to the street you just came from. So, you're going to have to go all the way to the other end of San Francisco and come all the way back. And you're like, what? Why? Who built this? Who is the monster? And then you're dealing with me who drives like a coward. Yeah, you do drive like a coward. So it's like time. It's like uh, how do we get? It? We need to go left. And like, there's cars though. It's impossible. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like no, Keith, just just drive. They won't I've, hit I've you. I've never been in an accident ever. And I don't want to be. <laughs> I mean, that's good. Cars are scary, but yeah, it means that I hate going to any high traffic cities. Period. Because I'm like, I don't know how to drive aggressively because yeah. I like not crashing. That was like <laughs> that was my one solitude for driving in France. Was that like it's high, like high, um, what's it called? Uh, high density? No, not high density. It's the like everybody's fighting each other. Like everyone oh, fights each other on dick. All yeah, the time. all the time. It's so always like. So that Jesus. was like the one thing. It was like I was comfortable. I was like, oh yeah, I'm fine with this, and just cut people off. And it's like, yeah, see, it's fine. And it's like, uh, I mean, there was also a place we ran. We saw a guy that like fell asleep literally at the wheel. Like he was, like he was at the stop. Jesus. Like he's at the stoplight asleep on the, on his on his car. And we mm-hmm. like we didn't know if he was dead because he's because <laughs> he's just like straight head on the steering wheel, just like his car running, windows rolled up. We're just like, I think he's I think he's dead. <laughs> I mean, that's some scary shit. Like, there's a lot of, like, when you look at those, like, shared images of, like, footage of, like, a crazy crash happening in real time, and it's like, it's like, it's, it's, it's like an impossibly bad crash of, yeah. like, oh, that person just 
drove straight into something for some reason. It always turns out that that person like was unconscious. Yeah, or they just fell asleep. Happened to them. Yeah, and even like, if they didn't fall asleep, like they had a stroke or like or, something yeah, bad something. happened. It's like oh, that yeah. that's like an an additional really bad thing happened on top of the really bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, they could not have had a worse day. That was why we made, like, Naya check. We were like, you check and see if he's alive. Yeah. Because we're not... No, no, no one in the car wanted You don't want to have that go unaddressed. Yeah. who knows what's We woke happen. him up. He was fine. He just... Did he just fall asleep with, like, a stoplight or yeah. something? Yeah. He just felt... Like, he was on his way to work and just fell asleep at the wheel. That's terrifying. Yeah. He I, he basically woke up and was like... Self-driving cars could not happen sooner. No. I want them so bad. Yeah, I don't know why people don't want driving because they're stupid and they don't trust driving as if we're good at that. No, people people think that driving is like somehow a freedom that can be taken from you, and yeah. it's not. Like, you can't <laughs> take our guns and cars. <laughs> yeah, like somehow the right to drive is a thing that has it's just suddenly existed, Ugh. but everyone forgot doesn't because America was not founded with cars; it was founded with horses. You have a right to a horse, asshole, but you don't have a right to a car. That's like, not true either. Well, I mean, not really. You, you have a right to you, land. You don't specifically have a right to it. It's just no one's going to stop you. Well, anything. now they will. The horse, well, but you, get, you take your horse to the right place, yeah. which is uh, not civilization. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want your horse, you can fucking have your horse, I guess. <laughs> just go over there. <laughs> just go over just there. Just go to the many empty parts of America. It's most of it yeah we we condense a lot mostly yeah <laughs> there's a lot of empty we go to nevada it's right there <laughs> i mean you're gonna ride a horse in nevada that's like uh you can do it for about you can do it once <laughs> and then it's dead you're dead well yeah you're dead too and then the horse is feasting on you for sustenance <laughs> that, horse gonna, that horse is not gonna live either yeah it probably live longer than the person would it i think a horse can survive in most environments longer than a person I don't know if a horse could survive in the desert. People are fat, fragile like... and horses are giant monsters. <laughs> horses are a lot scarier once you get over the fact that they're just horses. Like, <laughs> are they? Horses are one of those things that we're familiar with. So we're just like, ah, it's a horse. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, it's a giant mega beast that's just kind of around and it's like a car that walks. <laughs> and it, and is that more? Like, I feel like a rhino is more like a car also, that walks. Like most, like most herbivores, is an opportunistic carnivore in that it will eat flesh. <laughs> like those images where like a, a horse just swallows a chick. <laughs> Have you seen those? Yeah. Where it's like, oh, it's a little chick there and now it's dead. <laughs> well horses also like try to swallow fences so i don't really know what the general like the general consensus is on what a horse giant dangerous horrible things horses are just like naturally dumb lumbering beasts i always think of the was it the uh podcast is it brothers bloom or something like that or now brothers grim is the movie where a horse runs into town sleepy hollow style or something but then like it shoots like a spider web out of its mouth and engulfs this child and then swallows the child whole and runs 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 away. And like that's how the, that's how it like steals the child. It's like it's like <laughs> it like just like and gotcha net and then just swallows the child and like and like it's like CG where you can like see the child like pushing out its throat and shit like that. It's like <laughs> I saw that when I was like four, like fourteen. I'm like. And I've never seen the movie again, but that's literally all I can remember for the entire movie is like, what the fuck? I'm imagining Keith like has a checklist. He's like, and don't ride horses. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that had to be the first time I ever saw what would later be called Vor. <laughs> it's like, it's just in a fucking like the theatrical release movie. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> let's see. What are we, what are we, we resting here? here? So we should probably do questions or we're not going to get through. We'll probably talk about how I almost got in an accident today. <laughs> Did you? 
A car accident? Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, go go with car accident. I, I, I hinted earlier today about how I've had a whole day of bad things or just dumb things. Because you changed multiple things about uh, you. At rising in, yeah. You changed both your hair and your shoes. Yeah, my shoes. Well, you, I can't yeah, see Yeah, I have stories about both of them. Wow, well, that's impressive. Okay, <laughs> let's go. That's interesting is the car accident, but they frame it. Oh, I, li- I like picture frames. Uh, so I'm a non-functioning shithead, basically, that sits around and plays video games and does their job, and that's, like, what I do all the time. It's a very counterintuitive statement, but yeah. Yeah. I'm not a uh, non-functioning shithead who does his job. I used to have a job, like a job, like a different job. But your other job required you to be a non-functioning shithead. And make shithead. less money than what I now do. <laughs> Which, the, uh, well. Everything's confusing, and I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I feel or, like you I do more. I never really did do. Yeah. I never knew what I was doing. Uh, no one does. I went to college to then not then to throw it away. It is, <laughs> it's well, it's not, still there. Not, yeah, it's still there. But I don't know how. You apply. That's the, that's, what I, that's what I hate about college is that you get you go to get a degree and it's like, on paper I know this shit. I guess that's like uh, what, like, what it's was like the... my German lessons I took like a decade ago. It's yeah, like how sure I took German from like two thousand five to two thousand seven. Yeah, it's twenty eighteen now. Like, I'm like, haha, Forgeschlagen. Do not turn a vision shopping. You're just gonna, what, recite to me Rammstein lyrics? Like, <laughs> the fuck? Svartzwald and Kirschtorte. But I, I ruined Rammstein for people. Yeah. Every time that I would ever play rock band with people, especially at Jake's birthday party, I would, uh, we'd, we'd play rock band and people would pick Rammstein and I'd be on vocals because everyone else is a coward. And I'm the only person that will ever go ever sing. And but every time we did a, a Ramstein song, I'd sing the song in English. Oh, would you? Just yeah. to be spiteful? Yep. And people realize how dumb those fucking lyrics are and how he's just saying one word over and over again most of the time. Or especially this fascination that German songs seem to have with counting. Well, there's counting so many, sounds interesting. There's so many German songs I've encountered where they're like, Eins, zwei, drei. Yeah, I'm like, why are you counting? Stop counting! Why don't you keep finding the counting songs? <laughs> there isn't there like a couple of couple of American pop songs that are basically like that. They they'll say stupid Sarah shit. Sarah Borelli? No, that's faint. Yeah. One, two, three. But imagine how that sounds to a, a person that doesn't speak English. They're like, yeah, yeah. that's a really cool word. Meanwhile, I'm in in English. I'm like, you skipped numbers. Yeah, remember that song? That was it was like it was on the radio for a while. There was like one, two, three, four, five, six, nine, and ten. Money can buy you yeah. back the love that you have. I don't know the have been. I said I said back the love you that you have been because I didn't know the lyrics. I just said that to rhyme. It was a good. It was a good attempt. I'm like that's there's not eight numbers to ten. <laughs> They're different numbers. You got to ten in eight numbers. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. You have to like re- you like you skip back in your head. I'm like that was that was eight numbers. Which one does you skip? <laughs> It's like, uh, what, the one that oh, people always say, like, the Domo Arigato, Mr. Robot, which is just, hello, thank you, Mr. Robot. <laughs> That's just literally all it is. But people, it, but yep. it sounds like you're saying something. It's like, Domo Arigato, Mr. Robot. But it's just like, yeah, it's like, hello, thank you, Robot. <laughs> like, <laughs> but at least at least that was an American song. Well, yeah, but it sounds... That's, but... that's the equivalent of all of the English that's in Japanese songs. True, but it's, just like, it's the same Love concept. Desire! It's a concept. Hope, give me. It's like you say you say this other language because it sounds cool to somebody, but like in reality, like the it's... number one song in fucking uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions was "Give Me," 
which are the only English words in the entire yeah. song. She's like, give me chotomatine, give me. It's like, what? <laughs> she, I don't know how give me fits with what you're saying, but I get the feeling it doesn't. Because give me is not even a, not even a sentence or a phrase. Like, yeah, <laughs> you can't just say give me. So, okay. Getting, I don't remember way, how we got here. We're getting way off topic here. I don't remember how we so got here. So, you, you've adjusted your lifestyle. Oh, yeah. I had an attempted adulting day. Okay. Which which felt great. Did it? Yeah. Especially since I saw a movie in the middle of it. Which That's... is because <laughs> you... I can get away with that shit. Yeah, I, I guess. I had a, I took a day off from work to just get all of my errands done That's... at once, basically. You probably do that more often. There was, there was some shit stacking up, which is that I still use my dad's Sam's Club membership. Because why would you pay for a Sam's Club membership if you cannot pay for a Sam's Club membership? I don't think I pay for mine. I think it yeah. means my grandparents. It's like Netflix accounts. Like, if you have somebody else, a, a, a sub profile on somebody else's... Why would you? Yeah, why wouldn't you just throw like, money at there's them? There's a weird feeling of like, are you freeloading? But like, it doesn't cost them anything. You're just getting access to the thing. Yeah. You're freeloading from Netflix's perspective because they want everyone to pay for their own account, obviously. But, but then like, they also offer family But like, plans, you're so. not hindering your family by helping their thing. Like, yeah. hopping on their thing at all. So it's like, I yeah, he's my dad's, my dad's Sam's Club thing. But he had a thing where it's like, oh, we got to recall the cards or whatever the fuck and stuff like that and because something was going on like what happens with cars all the time basically no oh, like yeah and uh so i heard about that and i was like okay uh shit because <laughs> i used to get my food uh he just goes radio silent for a month he claimed he was sending me a card and uh and then i just didn't hear about it. like he was gonna send it to me when he got it but then he just didn't ma- mention it for a month and i was like all right i'm running out of food now uh is it what's the situation with sam's like oh yeah your card works it's fine I'm like couldn't just tell me so, so this day I was going out to get like uh, go to my Sam restock errand. my supplies, yeah, <laughs> to get all of my like long term type like pantry and freezer yeah. type things and stuff. But also I went on yeah I got my new shoes because my previous shoes were so worn down that they were flat on the bottom. Yeah, which incidentally it rained that day, so I was like slip sliding around like mm. uh, that you, was you a, felt the full an, weight of that. That was an accident waiting to happen yeah. all day long till I found the Skechers store. Uh, but I also got a haircut. Which I do like twice a year. Do you? Yeah. You only need to do it twice a year. Well, you've seen how long it gets. Yeah, but like I'm, I'm kind of impressed that it doesn't like inhibit your face. It does. <laughs> it gets all over the place. True. It's a, it's a constant thing where like I like, I like the feeling of having longer hair, but it looks dumb like all the time. Especially whenever I, the moment I go outside and the wind just makes it go. Oh yeah. And then it's like, now you have a weird cloud that's parted wrong and shit like that. I can't, I can't let my hair grow too long. Cause then it does that like, uh, what is it? Like the, those, it looks like one of that one singer that used to be on the beach. Like he used to on the, be on the beach with like an open shirt and he had his like shirt blowing Fabio in the wind. or something, something like that. But like, that's a lot. That my, doesn't narrow it down. Cause my it? hair like parts, doesn't arch like a perfect yeah. arch in the center. Oh. But when it grows longer, it starts growing down really. Yeah. So like the back of my head won't grow that well, but it will grow downward. So I'll look like I'll have like a fucking mullet yeah. super quickly. And then I'll have like a weird, so I'll have a weird McDonald's arch and then a mullet coming. It just looks awful. And so I have to keep it, I have to cut it. You'd be the protagonist of that really shitty bike game we played. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I can look at like that guy basically. When are we going to get that full playthrough? Never, never. (laughs) We we wanted to. That was the goal that day. And even we gave up. We played shitty games on purpose. And we couldn't get through Road Dead Redemption. Red, yeah, Ro- Red, Road, Road, Road Dead, Dead Redemption. Red Dead. Revengeance. It had a dumb name that's impossible to remember. It was Road Redemption. Road Redemption. Fuck that. No. no it was... Wasn't Road Redemption the... Wasn't Road Redemption the Road Rash clone we played? 
Oh yeah, it was. <laughs> See, even you can't remember the name of that game I'm talking about. What was about. that fucking game? The one where people would dry hump with full, fully clothed for all the sex scenes. And yeah, I know which one you're talking about. I just can't remember the name. What is the name of that? Road Dead Revolver. <laughs> but I got my new shoes. Got my haircut. I uh, got new wipers because my car's wipers were peeling off and turning into just being a scraper machine. Oh yeah, mine are kind of getting which like is good that. for getting rid of uh, snow, but there isn't any. So car wash. I could just I just got like ten things done in one day, and I saw the movie Annihilation with Natalie Portman. From okay. the guy that made Ex Machina, which is a fantastic, fucked up, horrifying movie. It particularly has one scene that I'm like, eh, and like four people left and didn't come back. <laughs> In the theater? Yes. Which is the first time I've seen that since I saw Drive. You, have you seen Drive? No. Because there's, well, there's one really brutal scene at the end that's just very violent and it keeps going for a bit. And like an old couple left and never came back when I saw it in the theater. But in Annihilation, there's one scene where just like just people just left. And it wasn't like for gory torture porny reasons or anything like that it was like no like that that's it's it's like when you first played amnesia and you couldn't take it oh it's like it's like that that can't deal with that concept right now and yeah some people just left and i never saw them come that back. was that was like when i tried watching antichrist or like <laughs> yeah there was a, just the the moment that people started bringing out scissors in your genitals i was like and i'm gonna call it a wrap yeah, it's not like that. No, but I'm saying like I, I get the concept of like you see a thing and you're stuff. like, let's just cut it here and go. Yeah, like, we're just gonna go. You don't need. If you get around to watching the movie, I'll be interested to see if you know immediately what I'm talking about. I'll have to give it a watch. Yeah. I'll, I'll check it out. You, and see. You'll be you'll be okay. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not like Antichrist where you're specifically going to be. Antichrist is the only time I've ever yeah. left a movie. You specifically won't revolt away from it, but I think you'll know what I mean. Yeah, I'm probably sure. Because yeah, it, that Annihilation's a cool fucking movie. That was weird. But uh, I would start. To, but today I would start to reap the fallout of my adulting day. Uh, <laughs> reap the fallout. Is it like karma has to yeah. come back and bite you for not working a day? Because today <laughs> it's like okay, it's the day you have to, I have to get. I get up early, to, or specifically I leave early to go to Andrew's place because I got to do the podcast and the recordings and everything. It's it's the day where I don't do any normal work usually, aside from maybe quickly throwing up an upload or something if I still need to. But I try to prepare in advance to not have to do that, so I can just yeah. get here. But it also means it's the quickest like time to like between waking up and leaving that i normally don't do anymore since i like like normal job since your your job is time. not require you to yeah, leave like normal job mornings basically yeah. uh and i was like well we're doing a podcast let's try out this this uh forming it's not styling gel it's uh what do you call the other thing you take like a finger t you like stick a fingertip into like a jug of shit uh grease uh, not grease I don't remember. Into, uh, it's like into, forming gel, not even gel. They call it I mean, something else entirely. But if you're sticking but, it to a jug, like it's, is it really hard when you press it? And you have to like push really hard. Yeah, to you pull. push into that's, a solid that's thing. That's grease. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's just grease. All I right, have well, it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, well, I mean, don't look at my hair. I'm not no, using it right now, no. but I have grease. But I was like, let's try to put the shit on. And it's like, I skipped the whole period of your life where you're supposed to learn how to do your hair. I did not. And I still don't know how to use it yeah, properly. Like I, it's a hard thing to I use. I think you're supposed to like fuck around your entire teenage years and like With shitty hair products, shitty hair products constantly, <laughs> and then people have like a a, a thing like they have yeah. it down at some point. I I immediately it's like, like with it's girls and makeup. That's kind of yeah. how the the point is. Like when you're young, you're supposed to look hideous with like get, fuck ups, and then you like as an adult, you learn how to do it properly by that point. So th this morning, I stick my finger in, and I'm like, this is immediately a mistake. I'm like smearing it on my hands, and I'm like, eh, and then my hand just stops. Yeah, I was like, eh. <laughs> like immediately, and I'm like, I don't. How do you, you need to uh, be like, how do you how the fuck do you do? You this? need to you need to wet your hair. So the way you do it, you need to have your hair. I did it right after the shower. So it was yeah, but wet. not like 
the it's it doesn't need to be soak soaked it needs to be like a little yeah. bit drier well it's dried after the shower but then like, yeah, yeah it needs like spray basically when you go to like a haircut place and they spray it with a spray bottle spray it comb it back a little bit take grease you need to like put the grease like move mm-hmm. it through your hands and you just need to keep like shaping it but not going in like just dabbing it kind of thing and then from there you need to take like usually a comb and just do it, and then it keep going. just immediately i was like i I am three children in a man suit pretending to be a person. Oh yeah, it's like I've never empathized more heavily with that one, that one, that minor character from BoJack Horseman. That's Mr. Just, man. Yeah, Mr. Man. That's <laughs> just three children in a man suit. It's, it's like it's supposed to be a parody of like how you feel about the new boyfriend that your girl, that your ex girlfriend has or something. It's like yeah. that's not even a real person. And like I'm, that, <laughs> I'm like I'm that guy. <laughs> that's my whole life. Is I'm Mr. Man. I, I loved every just, interaction with BoJack and Mr. Man. Oh, he's great. Where he's just making. He just shit gets up. so mad because yeah. people won't recognize. Won't recognize just recognize his just three suit, which is exact, which is a perfect metaphor. But also in the way that they don't intend. I always empathize with that character because it's like because he keeps faking it at being an adult constantly and i'm like that's me it's what i do i just pretend sometimes and then people fall for it (laughs) like i i always remember the one line from that that from one of the episodes with that character and it was like (laughs) someone someone was like pojack you need a you can learn from mr man he's like he's not even a person (laughs) (laughs) i had to rewatch that entire show again it's so Uh, it's absurdly good god that's we it's a show we both agree is absurdly good. I can't watch it because it never depresses me happens. so much. It hurts. It hurts me it hurts all the time. So it hurts so good because it makes Andrew empathetic. It, well, no, it doesn't. It makes me just look at myself sadly. <laughs> that's what like, that's that's what empathy is. You're is not, it? You're just not used to it. If you're watching somebody else and it's making you feel bad about yourself and you're feeling it for real, but it's you're just actually empathizing with their situation. I feel like it's not empath- that's, that's what empathy is. Oh, I thought they were just mocking me by making a character that was just me. <laughs> I mean, like, if you <laughs> literally think Bojack is literally you, then I guess it's not empathy. Yeah, that's if what you I- think that like stuck a camera into your life and you didn't notice, and then they rotoscoped it. <laughs> like they scan her darkly to your Mr. Robot or something. I mean. <laughs> I feel like Bojack can relate to me on levels it I do, shouldn't. I do remember <laughs> when I, I I showed you Mr. Ro- uh, Robot because I'm like, hey, look, the protagonist is you, and you're like, I can't watch past one episode of this. I can't do this. <laughs> no, but it was because he it didn't feel natural. I was like, this isn't a. Re- I have these things, and they, I wouldn't do these things. <laughs> like if I had that kind of anxiety level, like social anxiety, I wouldn't live in New York City. I like. I walk outside and I'm crowded. Like why would I, I walk want to- outside and I'm crowded? Why would I want to live there? Like, I live right next to San Francisco, and I don't want to live there because it's the same problem. I'd walk outside, and there's people. Yep. Like, like I, uh, so I did the gel, uh, whatever thing. Try the, gel. The not gel. Styling shit. Yeah. <laughs> and immediately, I'm like, I am, I am, an, I am a child pretending to be an adult. I can't <laughs> like, do this. dumbass <laughs> moment. And I'm like, I've, I've, like, maintained it, like, four times since then, like, trying to fix this thing or that thing that, like, just changed afterwards. I'm like, you fuck. Like I hate this. I hate putting shit in my hair. I'm like I have to. I'll have to do. Sh- if you do put shit in your hair, you have to do two showers a day. Because what do you do? Do people go to sleep like this? Yeah, you just leave the grease in. Oh fuck that! I just that I feels horrible all the time. Does it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, when I put it in, I I, I leave feel it in. Gross. I usually leave it in for a day. So I'll like leave it in that day, and then for another day afterwards, and I'll take a shower either the that is second night. I just feel gross. Or I take it the morning of the second. I, I went all my life never putting shit in my hair. Basically, I had one. If day, you put regular gel, you need to like wash it out at the end of the night. I had one day in like middle school where like I put on like 
I did like the stereotypical haircut that everyone in all of our school did, which is that they'd have the very short, short, so you could spike it up. It, it was mostly short, but then the front part would be swooped. Yep, just just the front part. Yep, 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 yep. And yep. I also made the front part blue for some reason, and it wasn't like not it yeah. wouldn't die, but I just put like a weird thing you could just d- like put you on frosted it. the tips yeah, or whatever. I just yeah. felt like making it blue and putting it up, and I'm like, it lasted one day. Which is what every encounter with with styling products has ever gone. Because if you've seen me in anything, I'm just, I literally just have clean hair and that's it. Yeah. Which means it just makes whatever shape it feels like half the time. And I'm just, and I just go with it at like every now and then in the bathroom, I'll just slightly wet it in a different, like, to, like oh, spread yeah, it totally. or whatever the fuck. To, yeah. like If it, if I see it's meandered weird or something, but really it just, I don't even short hair to long hair. It's usually just a little like I usually just wet it down and that dries that way. And that's the whole thing. Yeah. And it feels great. I have to. It's great to just like you you just clean your hair every day and you don't do anything with it and you just feel better all the time. I I have to like my hair is all fucked up because I but still, I always feel like I look like a jackass. I'm still waiting for it to grow back and fix because like when I went to hair stylist, she like cut one side way too short mm-hmm. and the other side was too long. So when they started growing back, it was like one side was grown out like kind of einsteiny and the other side was like oh it's still really nice and i was like what the <laughs> fuck's happening it's like go back no go back <laughs> go back what Harry. are you doing <laughs> so i have to fix that which is why i usually don't put anything in it because it just looks like shit no yeah. matter what i do but the uh um, we got a lot of mileage out of the hair which i wasn't expecting that was the speed bump so you almost got morning. that so was you just, almost got an accident because of your hair no not because of the hair that was just <laughs> the first dumb like ah uh, this is a day but i uh i drove to get food because I, I i go get food and caffeine on the way here and i go into a center left turn lane okay and i then turn left and everything but i go into left center left turn lane and i see my rear view mirror and i see a red car directly behind me with an old couple and both the man and the woman have their hands like this and their mouths like <gasps> like they're just like shocked they've given up like they, it's like they're both like shocked and taken aback and their minds are just blown by what i realize is whatever i did and so like i'm just like uh and i turn i do this and i, turn, I do the left turn when the cars are gone and i i'm driving in and go to the jamba juice they go i, I go to the jamba juice they go the other way like drive past it and they're just blaring their horn at me the entire way as like like to express their anger at something and i'm like yeah i don't know what happened like i was what? so confused wait like so you are you sure it was like a left turn it was a center left turn lane it's one i use all the time it's always there as in like there's two left lanes and two right lanes that are going in opposite directions and in the middle is the yellow zone that is the place you turn into yeah and turn into the yeah. opposite side of the street parking lot i'm trying no i'm trying to like visualize what they could have been exactly by. so i'm so confused maybe like, they I, were like, i don't know if they like tried to like weave around me were too they fast and then i cut in front of them because they thought i wasn't going to turn left oh and, like, like, okay. maybe, maybe they tried to maybe they tried to shoot around me or something or another old person thing that happens a lot is that like sometimes I, like for all I know they went into the center left turn lane like way too early and then have just been driving in it for a bit and then are shocked when someone pulls in front of them because you're supposed to like pull into it and stop on the spot you're not supposed to like sit there and like drive forever yeah I think the limit they give us in driving schools they say like thirty feet or fifty feet or something yeah it's like, like that. it's, it's, it's not... just like it's like it's like going into the bike lane to turn yeah. Like you, you well, the bike lane turn is like you can only enter within a certain amount of yeah, distance. Yeah, exactly. That's how center left turn lanes are supposed to be. You're supposed to be doing it right before you're going to turn. Yeah. But the whole point is it's a place where you can safely stop without blocking the traffic behind you in your side. But also you have to wait for the opposite side of the traffic to to move so that you can turn left. Yeah. Is the whole point. It's the whole point. It's also alternatively, and this also fucks with people a lot, both 
here and in my town. It happens here a lot too. Oh, it happens here. Is all when you the time. turn out and you turn into the center left turn lane. Yes. For like you turn from a side road into the center left turn lane and stop, and then you turn into the right. You turn right into the actual traffic once you know everyone is gone. Because the idea is that both in both cases you're dealing with the fact that like traffic wanes and waxes on both sides at different times, so you kind of yeah. have to do it a multi-stage thing. On a regular basis here in this town, I'll turn left into the center left turn lane to enter the street, and the people that are in the the to my right of me are like blaring their horn and freaking out like I'm gonna crash into them because they don't understand that I'm going to the center left turn lane, which is how that works. Yeah, they freak the fuck out. I'm like, no, I I know how to drive. So it's like, I'm like, what the fuck? It's another one of those like self-driving cars, please. Yeah, they, yeah please. I'm like, I, I, we need, the self-driving cars know the rules. Yeah. People, people don't know the rules. And they, they were told to know the rules and tested on it, but they don't know the rules. They don't. They don't. And if they did, they forgot them. They, yeah, and they the don't fuck, know. I mean, that, that test that we take, the paper part, is full of shit that I don't know. I, <laughs> I was like, I don't know the answer to these questions. I think I, what? Yeah, I mean, it, DMV isn't like the stringest. No. I mean, DMV still doesn't know I, I can't drive without my glasses. They still don't know. Oh, Jesus. Well, because every time I go in there, I memorize... I mean, the DMV, I don't think, knows where I live right now. <laughs> yeah, because every time I go... I don't in... think they're up to date. I think I... other people are. Oh, yeah. I mean, every time I go in DMV, they have the... What's it called? They have the stupid board behind yeah. them. And so all I do is I just, like, look at it with my glasses, and I just memorize every single... Every yeah. option. And so then when they tell me, to, you know, they're like, oh, can you take your glasses off to prove it? And I just remember it. Mm -hmm. And so that way they don't tell me I need my glasses, because in case I... Forget them or they break. I don't have to worry about a cop pulling me over and giving me a ticket for not having glasses. Right. But to them, they're like, oh, yeah, it's fine. You can just drive without. Do they no. pay that much attention? I don't even know. They do. Because the first time I like whenever you I walk drive in without there, glasses. No, I can't. So like, why? Why do you care if they'll pull you over? You why, Because when it, you, how would I get it? to the glasses place if I don't have glasses? I would have to have someone else drive me, which I'm not going to do. So I'm going to have to drive myself. <laughs> You're going to drive dangerously. Well, yeah, I, I know how to get there blind. I mean, it's the, I've been going there this for is my years. My blind let's play of driving. <laughs> <laughs> GTA Five blind. <laughs> I mean, a lot of our play, a lot of our earlier earlier let's plays were basically blind, and that you didn't know you needed glasses. Apparently, oh yeah, you were having using to get them. So you were playing games with bad eyes for like two years i've been playing i think i needed glasses god i need glasses since uh, like a couple of years after high school so about almost like 10 years i was just aghast basically i was how when do you I, think i felt when, when i put I, it on when i realized after years that you literally had not been seeing shit in yeah. the games we were playing yeah because for the longest time you needed glasses and i'm like how did you not it was still not realize i think the impressive part was putting glasses on and go like Oh shit! That's what HD looks like. Yeah, like or that the, looks the pop-up book effect of seeing all the individual things <laughs> yeah. that look too close and too far away. You're yeah, like, you're because like, for some people with bad eyesight, you experience what 3D looks like first via media, like watching a 3D movie before you ever sp see it in real life. Oh, and then you realize yeah. so your analog for how your eyes and all eyes actually work is how movies look in 3D, and then you realize, oh fuck, that's how everyone else was seeing. <laughs> Cause I got I got glasses in like sixth grade I think for the first time because I I realized I couldn't see the board at the back of the class. Oh, and yeah. I'm sure it's gotten worse since then. But I was that that, that level then. I I I only knew I needed glasses because I went into like a grocery store yeah. and I couldn't read the sign at the end of an aisle, and I was like I couldn't read it, and so I like had to really squint, and I was like, oh, I can still read it. I don't need glasses though. Yeah, and so I'm, I just kept I'm looking doing... at my Wait. eyes. I don't think I would try to drive. 
Would you not? No, I don't think I would try. I could do it. Uh, I'm I mean, not. I, I could technically do it, but just knowing how dangerous driving is as a concept, I would. I don't want to like add this to it. I definitely can't read signs. <laughs> yeah, that's my problem. Yeah. I can't read signs, which but I don't need technically. I just I, need to see the I, road. Yeah. Well, the secret is I already don't read signs. Yeah, same here. I so. read. I read like all the important warning type signs and speed limit type signs, but I, I've never paid attention to street names my entire life. I don't do any of that shit. I got Google Maps. No, I, well, I mean, like, I, I'm talking about, like, like construction or turn left and, like, like. I don't do any of that. I got Google Maps. That's not how that works. <laughs> Google but, Maps uh, tells me to turn left. But I've always, I mean, like, I've always, uh, I've always ignored street names, like, my entire life. I've yeah. Had, uh, terrible instructions. I just know how to get places. Like, oh, yeah, that way, that way, that way, that way, that way, that go that thing. People <laughs> ask for thing. directions. I'm like, fuck. Uh, do you have a phone? <laughs> it's uh, that uh, way. Grandma, that way. Uh, get a phone. <laughs> Please. It's. Catch up with us. <laughs> I don't want to ever give directions. It's, yeah. I I don't know it. I like I said I can drive. I just can't see. Yeah. Like if I'm on the freeway, I'm I will be fucked. Like I cannot see very far. In, I cannot see that far ahead of me. <laughs> like so, if someone if if I'm driving I mean, eighty free, miles, freeway and, is scary because that's peak requirement for like death perception. Yeah, but my like, I don't need to take the freeway to get new glasses if my glasses yeah. break. So I don't. That's why I'm like I don't care. Like if you're driving without glasses, the scary thing is like life and death stuff depends on can you tell whether or not that car that's way up there has actually stopped yes and is actually not moving and, ro- and you're rocketing towards it yeah and it's a lot harder to tell without depth perception than it, proper yeah like, hd eyes yeah it gets, real, it gets real hard when your eyes go like yeah. Woo, like you, kind of blurry you really, you really need the sli turned on at the point <laughs> if you want to have that it's it's <laughs> fine though I've, I've 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 considered getting contacts at some point like, at the very least, I can human without glasses. Yeah, like I can human. I can go my daily. I can yeah. maneuver my life. And my prescription hasn't been changing at all, really, for like last fifteen years. So I can. I'll, yeah, I'll, it'll, it'll be this way for a while, at the very least. Yeah, I just, that's. I can just human fine. That's how I feel like with mine for like the past at least two years. It's they've been yep. consistent, where it's been like, yeah, just keep, just keep so, that. So You're, in the mystical universe where. Self-driving cars come into being, but like the glasses industry go- goes up in flames. We'll 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 be able to still survive because <laughs> we God, I hope it, the glasses it, it won't even be a disability at that point. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I won't. When I go to the DMV, I have to like make sure my car doesn't need glasses. Mm-hmm. But the um, like the only thing I can think of is like I've been going over in my head over and over again because I'm like I was like I was, I was tired because like the beating of the day and I'm like going off to get like yeah. caffeine and shit. I'm like, yeah, you're starting to doubt yourself. I don't know if I did a like, weird mistake. Did or I something. fuck up? These old people but, like in the right? No. Yeah, it's just a weird thing where like I remember like you know by the you come off the freeway and there's that one fitness place with a yielding right turn. Yeah. Like I've had the person behind me blare their horn at me before because I turned right in there and then went to the left lane, but and as far as I could tell, somebody tried to weave around me and like beat me to the left lane from behind me like mm, like it's yeah. a single lane yielding turn so they were behind me yeah so all i can tell is they tried to beat me to the left lane then blare their horn when i like cut them off when i was always in front of them yeah and it's, it's like i'm sorry i didn't take the exact parabolas you did or whatever the fuck <laughs> i didn't do it in the velocity and speed at so which like, you did but yeah but I, I was I, still going there but it was a. Uh, like I've, I, like we've all had our share of like close calls or spooky moments in cars yeah. and things like that. Of like, oh, oh, I wish I had slightly changed that one and stuff like that. Uh, I've, I've been grateful to never be in an actual accident where I hit another moving vehicle and damage occurs. That's... I have scraped pain of two parked cars, one of which was my family's car. Perfect. <laughs> so that was that was my mom's fault. I blame her for that. Still, <laughs> the other one was me being dumb. We were at a Mel's and I was like, 
I was still new at driving and I was gonna go meet I was gonna go pick up my mom because I I uh, I'd taken her to a I'd, I'd taken her to a restaurant and I was gonna go she was uh she was at the on our way out I think she went to use the restroom or something and I was just gonna go pick her up at the front of the of the yeah restaurant after getting in the car but I got too like excited or aggressive or whatever and I like I turned I I turned too soon while while packing out yeah so the front like nudged against the car uh. next to us and I'm like fuck but instead my dad just did like trade work or something they're like hey we'll buff that out real quick because my dad works at a, uh, at a car place it's like well this we'll just not tell anyone about this right and no one has to deal with insurance going up <laughs> <laughs> like on any side that was but, i've had so many accidents i've had like so many accidents in a car fuck that <laughs> i i've i've almost i don't ever want to be in an accident again <laughs> i mean i've not i've been in four five five i've been in five didn't you total your car because you hit the uh technically i told my car twice and had to recover it from there uh the two i know about were from your escapades in sacramento yes that one was no one of them wasn't an escapade one one was you one was you were not involved in it at all really yeah that was someone else's escapade seemingly a drunk driver crashed into your car which knocked it into the middle of the road yes which got it towed which you didn't know. Nope. So you're like, someone stole my car. <laughs> yeah. Trying to find where your stolen car went. Well, because all I and, see where my car was yeah. parked was shattered glass, which was from someone ramming into the back of right. my car. So you retroactively find out that somebody crammed your car into the road and then it got towed and you had to deal with all that shit. Yeah. You didn't have a car, which you needed to go to your job. But the only, to Sacramento. the only reason it got towed at all was because I had gotten in an accident in Sacramento previously yeah. where I ran through, like, ran so head-on like, collision. So it was, like, double fucked up. Yeah, so I, I did a head-on collision with a, a trailer yeah, that, that no one put lights on. And in the yeah. middle of the night, I yep. didn't see it, rammed into there, it. Someone was towing, a, what, a black trailer in, in at night with at no night. lights, and it, wasn't, and it wasn't loaded with anything, right? Yes. So it was just an empty, it, like, rail It was thing. basically blackness it was like it's just a ghost it was as if like like a like like somebody was like driving around with like a fucking like bear trap hanging off the back of their car (laughs) yeah at night it it would be like yeah yeah basically and so (laughs) uh i rammed straight into that like it it was one of those moments where you like the the only reason i knew i was fucked was because i as i was driving forward you like the my lights blare like hit Mm -hmm. the wall of the thing so like you know the lights go like straight straight ahead on the road and there's a wall there and you're like yep. that's uh 45 miles per hour I can't stop <laughs> and so just all I did yeah you know, I just did the just take it just took yep. a hit and yeah but then I've rear I rear-ended somebody before like at from a stoplight from like zero to twenty five instantly rammed them in the back destroyed the back of their car um Damn. but I I turned right you know like when you're going from the hill over here by the the school you know that hill and then you um you can keep going straight and there's that turn that really sharp turn yeah it says like you need to go like 25 here and you gotta be i was like yeah 75 what and i just took it and somebody somebody freaked out i was in the car with people i was in the car with most of the situations someone should freak out (laughs) well yeah but they well here's the thing i was fine i was making the turn because i was drifting and the one person freaked out, so I like thought there was a person in the road that I didn't see, or I was gonna hit somebody. So I stepped on the brakes and then went, "Oh shit, I can't do that because it'll lock the car up." So the car locked up, and I just like slammed right into the sidewalk and just destroyed my axle. And every, uh, I mean, everyone else in the car, including the person who said something that caused it, got super injured. I did not take any damage, so they deserved it because they should have just shut up, and we would have been fine. The uh, I hate cars. <laughs> 
I, but I've never, I've never been in, a, I've never been injured in a car accident. And I, I'm the only one in my Aren't car. The drivers the least likely to be injured in a car accident. I mean, well, I did a head-on collision with something. That would usually do it. Yeah. I think. And and I'm the only one in my car that never wears a seatbelt. I don't wear seatbelts, and it is the bane of literally every other person's existence that gets in a car with me somehow. But they're always the ones that get hurt you, in the accident. You just want to go all or nothing. Like you're either gonna have no injury or be literally dead. Yeah. You're just gonna skip I straight mean, to the end. I'm not gonna wear seatbelts. Seatbelts suck, dude. <laughs> The, I literally don't even notice they exist. I do. That's the problem. I'm just I, like, I, got, I have a seatbelt on. And it was like, I had to deal with, I had a. am so baffled. The worst, like, I think the, that was the only worst part of the whole thing. The number of life decisions you do that are simultaneously racing towards your <laughs> grave. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, all smoking, no seatbelts. Let's just, I can't eat all these things, but I do it anyway sometimes and just feel the pain. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, it's, I've I got. I like the part where my body rejects the food I eat. I've gotten here. I I'm just still embrace alive. it sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I got yelled at profusely in France driving because I had a drive and it was like every single thing I did was not, not acceptable for driving. <laughs> was like, it Naya? Yeah. Oh, Yeah. yeah. Of course it was. <laughs> like, I couldn't... I Every time, every time I would... An important thing to understand about friendship with Andrew is that a, an important part of friendship with Andrew is yelling at Andrew. Yes. Like, <laughs> it, oh, I'm sure it, you can go ahead on the Discord and ask Nea. She will tell you it worked. Yeah. It worked let's wonders. Get a, let's get a guest call from Cal and Joe <laughs> just in this podcast real quick just to commiserate this. Everybody will commiserate it. As we it's... have, like, our post-Tokyo Godfather's <laughs> conversation about whether or not reality exists with Andrew. It's like, I can't be sure that anything's true. <laughs> it's... I, I all I know is like I would get yelled at before I even turned the car on because I would sit down and didn't put my seatbelt on by default. And so she knew I was just gonna turn the car on and go. And so she would have to yell immediately as sitting down, like, seatbelt on. It's like, I haven't even turned the car. And she's like, but you're you're not gonna put it on. It's like, well, yeah, I'm not, it's like, but it's like, like I I, uh, I commuted with Carissa for like two and a half years and she would just pull out her phone on the freeway. I'm like, no. Oh. <laughs> like, I would just reach over and yeah. take it. <laughs> and it's like, this is mine now. See, I would do you, that what too. What are you going to do? You can't I, take it from me. Yeah, that's what I, I, I use my phone when I'm driving. I was, I was like, Christ. I was sitting there, no seatbelt, using my phone. Oh. Like, I was driving, I was like speeding. And like, they is just having a convulsions. She's like, you can't, none of this, none of this. Like, you can't do any, you know, like just slapping me basically. I'm like, stop woman. I'm trying to drive. And she's like, no, yeah, you're it's, not. It's probably, you're literally not trying to drive. That's the it really problem. is for the best that I drove us to San Francisco then. No, I, I, <laughs> I, I I'm perfect to drive to San Francisco. <laughs> I can drive San Francisco super easily. I've had two really bad scares where one was my longest drive ever. At that point, I was, I had Max and a few other people loaded up in the car. We were all going to surprise a friend of mine for his birthday who lives all the way down in Santa Barbara because he went Oof. to like he went to like UC Santa Barbara, so we were just yeah. driving all the way down there. It's not and too bad. There was this amazing moment where I slightly glanced at something like naturey for a brief second, and at that exact moment, everyone slammed on their brakes. And we're in the and we were in my '82 Firebird, which is not a fantastic vehicle for safety to begin with. Mm-mm. And I slam on the brakes, and we start fishtailing. Yep. Because I slammed on the brakes, but but swerved into the other lane, which was empty because it was a two lane road. Yeah. It's one of those ones where it's like a four-lane highway, but the two lanes of each side are completely separate from each other, all to get like on different roads, basically. And that that bird is not a. It's it's not no. the. Uh, so I, I <laughs> it's not the pinnacle. I, of... I think I fishtailed three times in the empty <laughs> lane, and I'm just like, this is the scariest thing that's ever <laughs> happened to me. And I just had to continue driving for like three more hours after God, this, like it didn't happen. It is crazy. It was really uncomfortable. The other one that happened was also a fishtail situation. So I guess that's a reoccurring thing. But this one at least involved water. Which is, and it's really, it was, no one, it wasn't that scary. No one was in danger. It was very abrupt and surreal. 
which huh. is that we were, I was driving from I was driving home from school and you know that first right turn into residential. Yeah. Uh there was a puddle. Okay. So Oh, did you hydro did you hydroplane? Yeah, hydroplane. Uh, I went from being stopped. I to, love when people uh, experience that for the yeah, first time because they have no idea what the fuck is it happening. Was, it was baffling. So I was completely stopped and yeah. I turned right after being completely stopped at the red light, but I gunned it a little too much yep. while turning and I'm just facing the sidewalk. <laughs> I'm just stopped and facing the sidewalk, and I'm like, I am perpendicular yeah. to the direction of the road. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm in a slow traffic area, and I'm not moving right now, so everything's fine. Yeah, Every, but at the wor- fact that at you worst, just... some people have to sit for a second while I awkwardly <laughs> fix this shit. But, like, so no no real danger unless someone's really stupid and yeah. turn left, swerving into somebody, and like, I'm not going to stop with that car that's perpendicular <laughs> to the road. I'm not going to stop with the blockade. It's probably an optical illusion of satellites <laughs> or something. Uh... But yeah, that was like what? The f- I've never, I've never done a sensor before, or like it's just that one time, yeah. like ten years ago. I'm like, I, I'm like, the fuck? That that feeling is programmed to happen. <laughs> it is in it my just happens to everyone once. No, like, my car, my car does it every time I turn. I said I meant to say puddles, and you I said buckets with, with puckets or you pockets buckets. or something, and I said yeah. puckets, and I'm like, I said puckets. It's just a sound. Yeah. The no, the I went to go get my car service because this my car that I've had has has in total had like six recalls on it mm-hmm. uh, because cars are just not made anymore. I guess because there's like recalls for everything. It was like, by the way, your car will just explode. Did you not? Did you like? I, I won the lottery there. I've had no problems. It's been great except I, that yeah. one time. Shit. Yeah. Fuck. Every car has to have a fucking recall because somebody not just a recall. Does I, just, a... I just had a bad thing. Oh. Which but, I don't know if it was damage or wear and tear or just random RNG or random sabotage. RNG? Sabotage, Jesus. The No, but they when I went to go get my car fixed, and when I got it back, I realized that every time I turn now, if I make a say I'm turning off the freeway, mm-hmm. when I turn off the freeway, they say like oh, go 45, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, nah, fuck it. 58, 50, whatever, as high fast as I can go. At least you slow down, I guess. I mean you're not going off the road at 75 miles per hour. I, I would, but I'm just can't. seeing what happens. Well, <laughs> I well, I, I normally I would, but what happens Why? is well, sometimes I go slower because I turned into that lane. Because I like basically was like, oh, I'm gonna miss that turn, so I just cut people off and I have to slow down a bit to compensate. But the, you um, should stay home more. I should. I do. <laughs> you should That's, just stay home all the time. I do. Never drive and, and have all of your food delivered by Amazon. I tried, but then Amazon was like, "Go outside, get food." Yeah. I was like, "That's this is your this you is had your watch." Amazon Fresh for like a month or something. No, I had it for like away. six months. Yeah, and they just went away. It's yeah. like Well, there goes your ability to never leave. And now people just want me to go outside. That's your guys' fault. Uh-huh. Right? When people start dying, it's Amazon. Your the blood's on your hands. Yeah. So no, but this they, will be really unfunny if it actually happens. They, they put <laughs> a feature. They put a feature in in my damn car now. So if I turn, if I make a, a sharp turn over fifty five miles an hour, it will fishtail my car. Automatically. Automatically. Like supposed to? No. And I was like, "Can you it's fix just that?" Like a weird yeah. problem. And so they're like, "I was like, can you like fix this because I can't do sharp indie turns now weird. like I'm some kind of fucking NASCAR racer." And they were like, "Yeah, you, we, you just pay us money." I was like, "No, no, no." This wasn't a default option. This is not my car didn't come with the idea that I have to drive like an actual safe driver. That wasn't the plan. The plan was that I could just use this car irresponsibly. Hmm. And yeah, so now I can't like and me and Mackenzie experienced it the first time. Like we both got terrified because I was you like, probably should. Yeah, because I was just ripping it in yeah, 75 down a turn and the, the car way and then fishtailing yeah. is probably a time to be terrified. Yeah, and the car just goes like you hear this loud. It was like bah, 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 and I just my car just stops like the whole back. Both back tires is basically lock. And I was like, I don't 
think this is how a car's supposed to work, but I'm in the opposite lane, and those are people getting onto the freeway, which is not the best situation. So it's like, okay. I always feel disgustingly lucky about basically everything in my life. To the point, <laughs> like growing up in like a middle class, like just just middle class neighborhood, suburban nothing, neighborhood. Nothing goes wrong yeah. really. It's a like, parents get divorced, but only when I'm like a like about to graduate high school, and it's like I'm not going to be like having weird abandonment issues in my brain or anything like that because it doesn't affect my upbringing it's just like <laughs> oh yeah they're done with each other now uh as they do and like going through college and not getting debt in the process and like even the car shit it's like i like my dad was a car nut so like i i just like you even got though i had that... a dumb 82 firebird it was like this is not a desirable car to drive even though it's neat but yeah like it was like hand chosen by some guy that knows what like everything about shit yeah so like for me the grand total of amazing con like problems to have with my car was that like uh it just would break down sometimes yeah i remember that i remember so you, you said like the car yeah. just didn't work you'd be on the freeway and just be like oh yeah your car's uh it's going to stop working now so you should just just make your way over the right and then just have a, have a fun next hour of yeah. like getting like a tow truck or other people involved and then a cop coming by to see if everything's all right and shit like that like uh at one point yeah like i broke down on the free on the freeway like like i broke down the freeway like in the last quarter mile of the freeway before the turn and i'm like fuck and i'm just i just you just pull on the side of the road and on the far right and like it's just like oh yeah some expensive part stopped working because it was made 40 years ago or something <laughs> and by the way there's no more in the world <laughs> or something like that yeah like we eventually got rid of the car because of the fact that like uh and almost uh, every part was just not replaceable. yeah each each part kept getting rarer and rarer it's like okay this needs to go to some collector or something so they can just deal with it yeah that's what they like to do <laughs> that's and, I just, and then i got the most boring car ever which i love which is i just drive a civic yeah it's like yeah it's safe it works when i first got into it felt like the star trek star trek enterprise yeah because the the, your old car is like old yeah i i had manual pedals yeah like where you like hit the you to to hurt them yes you need to push them down whereas i now have like electronic pedals and i've got like a screen that like can play my podcast and shit like that and the air conditioner worked (laughs) which was new for me i've never had and that was my first time having a car where the air conditioner did things yeah as opposed to blow on you and pretend <laughs> <laughs> it's like your car just like <laughs> and when something goes wrong with this car you just take it to a shop and, and they'll fix later it. that yeah. day it's not a problem anymore i'm like oh isn't that neat yep it's fucking expensive still sometimes which what happened to me is my uh my power steering just stopped oh yeah that's it's a fun one yeah my power steering in a car that is not a bunch of tubes and fluids but has electronic power steering which means that some expensive part has to be replaced or yeah. something I I see a lot of raccoons around, so I thought that maybe one of them just went in and just fucked up my oh, car. Oh, it's possible, yeah. It's just possible. My sister had a rat in her car for yeah. like a month. So I, I thought that might have happened, like a raccoon just like gnawed on something and fucked something up and just cost me the biggest amount of money I've ever spent on anything. <laughs> on a, Yeah, on a car. <laughs> yeah. That's, like on that's a vehicle. fucking terrifying. It's, yeah. But uh, yeah, I've never had weird, I've never had a recall. I've never had weird problems. I've, I've I got I've, I've never had a recall period. I've, I didn't get a red I never got a red ring of death. And I had three Xbox 360s over the course of the lifespan. Did I get it? I don't think no, I got I didn't I never had a red ring because I bought the yeah, I dodged the yellow dot or whatever for the for the PlayStation PS3. Like, yeah, I did not. I've never experienced a recall. I've 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 hit nothing but bad. Uh I had yeah. I had a divorce in when I was a child. So like pretty much right out the gate, just both my mm-hmm. parents were like, no, nope, fuck each other and then well, don't, they, they don't fuck each other well i'm 
I mean, <laughs> yeah, they flip each other off and leave. The yeah. uh, then what? My first car was a Saturn, and then Saturn as a company just went bankrupt. So, and then uh, about six months after I got that car, the engine died. So the in the price of buying a Saturn engine went up like exponentially. So I had to pay two times the amount it would normally cost to replace an engine. By the way, had to replace an entire engine. It's like they found out that Saturn um, engines were good for Bitcoin mining. <laughs> yeah, basically. And so, uh, and so I, and I had that Saturn, what, forever? I basically, I had that Saturn until, God, until like not that long ago. I think until probably four, five years ago, I want to say is when I got rid of that car. But I think I remember it. Yeah, the brown one. I've had a, my experience with all my friends' cars is that they all have, like, a car that might have cost, like, $200 at some point to get to acquire. Yeah. And, like, like, uh, were you the one who basically didn't have brake pads, or was that Max? I think it might have been Max. That was Max. Max had, like, a car where when he braked, you would just hear grinding. Yeah. Yowzers. Like, That's... Max has always had garbage cars all the time, and I'm like... His newest car is like a grandma car. Like it has like a, a track that goes over the window that has oh, a seatbelt. Yeah. And like the seatbelt goes. I love those. Like, those are I'm great. Like, How fucking old is this car? <laughs> like, it's like the most futuristic thing, by the way. It's 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 an alternate future. Yeah. It's like it's one of those dead ends. Oh, like yeah. when, you, when you like it's one of those ideas somebody had for the for future it's, cars. That it's went, the... and then it, everyone's like, nope. And then yeah. it never happened again. So it's like. It was the vision of the future that went dead in the 90s, like that, that kind but of specific it's thing. Actually, but there's nothing actually bad about it. It's, it's actually... It's a, just weird. It's good, though, because it forces people to have their seatbelt. It reminds me of how, like... Like, uh, have you ever noticed that it's, like, one of the... You can't kind of, like... I mean, yeah, it fix you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, your car puts your seatbelt on for you. Yeah. Like, I could... I, I and thought now it, it constricts you to death. Uh, but it's like... AI uprising. <laughs> The car has the power over the seatbelt. I'm just saying it's a it's a it's a weird it's a weird thing to have thrown away in the 90s, considering all the stuff that we kept instead, which was like that. I mean, we also thought cars should open their doors up. That's what I'm saying. There's still <laughs> and we were like, nah. and then we made Teslas that do it. Get rid of the damn opening sideways doors. I don't care about that shit. I care about like cars having there, weird. There's, there's like three versions. There's the ones that rotate up. There's the ones that yeah. really open out in the most space destroying way possible. Oh yeah, the is... ones that are just like, brr, brr, like the worst one ever is when they just go. Like, oh yeah, like the, the... it's like oh great, good, great job never being able to park next to somebody. Delorean, ever again. Delorean style. Yeah, yeah, Delorean style doors are awful. That's the worst door plan ever because you can't. You'd have to have a, a car shaped parking space that's empty between every parking space. Yeah. Just to make cars like that be able to exit in a parking lot. Well, I think the point of a DeLorean was the hope that all cars would become that. So that you'd, we'd need more space in parking lots? No, so that way we just wouldn't have as many people driving because DeLoreans were expensive. <laughs> so, like, yeah. We're going to price them out. <laughs> yeah, like maybe we just priced out plebeians. That's how marketing from works. The, I mean, kind of, yeah. <laughs> That's how the housing market That's works. The things that everyone wants, though, like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess people just get would have to just figure out how not to do with it. Yeah, like houses. We have all generation currently figuring out how to not how to deal with their life without houses. Surprisingly, they just don't stay in one place for very long. And then everyone's like, "Millennials are killing the diamond market." It's like, what the fuck, are you gonna do with that? <laughs> I need to. Eat. I can't afford a house. Why am I gonna buy a diamond? <laughs> I need to fucking eat. You think I need diamonds? <laughs> so if you're ever wondering. Uh, Whenever I talk about days where I go record with Andrew and then I get home really late, it's because of this shit. Yeah. Where we can just talk for fucking ever. Yep. Because so we'll finish our day of recording and then we'll just sit in his his uh, his kitchen or living room or whatever and just like talk for five hours. Your screen's all flashed green for a second there. That was weird. Did they? 
like the, they went they went up a little bit like the bottom part went oh it was like what the fuck was that Spooky. Uh, we, uh, try... we, we can just fucking talk forever should we try reading a question that's that's the issue so i was like i'll just talk about that accident i almost got in and then an hour passes it did we can do questions we can fucking knock yeah. the shit out of the park so I gotta... let's see i just wanted to ask what made you decide to do youtube of all things did we do this uh, one already i don't know I look, oh yeah opening. i think why is something opening why is something opening you have a virus go away okay uh we i think we might have done this one actually did you click on something where's the mouse oh. um does somebody have access to your computer via remote desktop? No, I never would allow that. <laughs> no, this is a new one. I think it's new. Yeah. So, uh, I just want to ask, what made you decide to do YouTube of all things? And what uh, what were Andrew's... An old, you can tell it's an old question because it asks, what was Andrew's old job? Yeah, what was which Andrew's... Was our second episode, I think. Was yeah, Andrew's previous how jobs. fired from every job. Since we know that Keith was a geologist, uh, I couldn't actually think of a proper question. Greetings from South Africa. And keep doing what you're doing. Wow, South Africa. That's like the furthest you could get from us besides like Australia. I think Australia might be closer. No. No, it wouldn't. No, the Atlantic's really big. Huh? Yeah. No, because uh, going to South Africa would be like a 20 hour flight, I think. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Flight, the, flight, the flight comparison's only accurate if it's a straight line flight. Because, yeah, that's Cause what if, I'm saying. Because if, if they stop at other places, then it's like that adds it to a lot. Yeah, it's, I mean, straight, straight flight. Straight flight. like a straight flight. That's that's an issue with like Australia too. Is they'd probably stop. They'd probably go by Hawaii. You'd have to you have to go to Hawaii. Then like you have to the, go to Japan. Like the wrong way. Yeah, <laughs> like, but it's because of fuel. Yeah, but like Hawaii is not towards Australia really. It's, no. I mean it's it's west, but it's the <laughs> it's wrong west. west. It's like northwest instead of southwest, and it's like you're just adding to it. But yeah, I've explained my previous jobs were basically yeah, just go watch episode two. Yeah, text like stuff. that other question we got where they were like, "How'd you guys decide to do YouTube?" And we're like, "Watch episode one." <laughs> I don't know how you missed that. <laughs> it was the beginning. <laughs> this so, one's at least like this might have been asked after the first one. Yeah. So let's see. Uh, what? How? Oh, you oh. the next one. Yeah, I just went to the next one. Was it the other? One, the other part was like, what? How did you guys decide to do YouTube? Which was also what episode one was or something. Yeah. How did? How did we? Yeah. Episode I, I, one is I how we. The way they phrased it is, how did you decide to do YouTube of all things? Right? Yeah, of all which things. Is like, yeah. That's like not. That was how it worked. That's not how it worked. Yeah. We didn't decide to do YouTube. YouTube just worked out. Was... Yeah, p yeah. People think that you like pick a job and then like YouTube is like that. Like you just like apply and you get it or something. No, I, mean, I don't think people really think that's like that. But they they often think that you just decide to do YouTube. Yeah, but you think there's everyone ever that has ever made a living off of YouTube, assuming they weren't like hired by an existing channel or something, got yeah. there by starting like a hobby channel. Basically, it's I want to make something for funsies, and then oops, funsies became a job. Yeah. Like, that's basically how it worked. Like, is... uh, was it Michael Jones, Rage Quit, just made videos of him yelling at shit. And, and then, then the Rooster Teeth was like, we're going to hire you. And he's like, well, I and, got a job uh, now. Vlogbrothers was so far back, YouTube wasn't even a, a medium you could even make money on yet. Because it wasn't, both didn't have the marketing and advertising, but also didn't have the scale at all. It was yeah. a tiny website by comparison. But, like, John and Hank Green just had this idea, because they don't, they're not in contact with each other that much to just communicate with each other entirely through vlogs directed at each other. Well, yeah, but you have to think of this is old YouTube to the point where, like, you yeah. can't send a video to each other. 
Like yeah. now you can send a video over your mobile phone exactly. to your friends or whatever. So they're, they're, they're making vlogs at each other, yeah. which were, of course, also for an audience. So they're also kind of designed to be entertaining. And, and then that just kind of became the basis of a channel I still watch now, which yeah. I've been watching for like a decade now, which is bizarre. It's and, more uh, bizarre they've been doing it, it for like almost two decades. Or Philip DeFranco was also just another random asshole vlogger that just kept going through identity changes over time of like, this is what I'm doing now. And this is my new format. And then, yeah, now he's, now he's just like a the news biggest channel. Patreon ever. He has the biggest Patreon for a news network, basically. Yeah. That has yet to come to like, existence. Pe- people fall into it a lot. Like, yeah. Like uh, Jim Sterling. He just was a writer on Destructoid and got a particular following a bit as he also jumped to Escapist and stuff. And then when he left Escapist, brought his audience to YouTube. Yeah. You just hop to whatever fits at the time. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them are like that. Rooster Teeth is the same way. Rooster Teeth that like took forever to come to YouTube. Yeah. Uh, everyone oh yeah i remember and, that and you, but I, I remember but, that yeah all the red versus blue videos on youtube were just third party uploaders yeah, that were but once their videos. they went to youtube then they started making a, f- a buttload of other channels and seeing yeah. what stuck and then some did and that's why let's play is, exists now is because let's play is just a somebody decided let's put video game videos on the internet see yep. how it goes it's just like shit like that same with game grumps uh, a lot of people are just fucking same with the eagle just raptor just made animations threw it on Newgrounds, put it on youtube eventually YouTube. You just fall into a thing, yeah. and then you're like, oh, this is working. I guess I'll do this. Yeah. Like, almost everyone who's an entrepreneur or whatever the fuck on YouTube, or just somebody... Or, an entrepreneur or in, or in, in Andrew's general. case, just on YouTube, just is on YouTube, you just fall into it or feel like doing it, and you give it a shot, and yeah. there's some people who stick with it, and almost no one does. You, uh, you eventually get to a point where you either... I feel like with YouTube, you you get to a point where you either are successful and you have the drive to keep doing it. Like, you enjoy what you're doing still yeah. and you're successful. Or you get to a point where you, you, f- you figured it out enough that you could probably keep going at your rate and you'll succeed to a degree. Or those people but, just stubbornly stick it out no matter what. Yeah. And they don't even care... They're either not making money or they don't even care about making money. They just they just feel like they just feel like shit. doing stuff. Yeah. Like OG YouTubers basically are still around. There's a lot of people that just run a channel and they've been there for years and years, and they just will do it. Like uh, there's a channel called Storm Dane Productions that had the like that uh like Storm's Adventure with Sonic Adventure and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, like those videos. That guy, I one day realized that I was passing him in subs, and now I've multiplied his subscriber count at this point. Like he's. He's been doing that channel for like 10 years and he's got like 13k I think. Damn. Like he's just just a few times a year he makes this a new like video review that's edited and jokey and shit and he just keeps doing it. It's like and I mean that's fine. There's no I mean that's the thing that's nice about YouTube is there's no rules. I mean that's the if that's, you keep, that's, that's the one rule though is you need the drive to do it. Well yeah, but I'm saying like there's no one makes you, you. But YouTube doesn't have unless res- you get hired. Yeah. YouTube doesn't have restrictions. You can post yeah. a video, you can make one video and then well, come back. Well, it has back. restrictions, but if you have to know about what the restrictions are then you maybe uh, uh, should it, rethink some yeah, things. Yeah. You know what I mean though. It's like yeah. you can make a video and then come back 2 years later and make another video and like no one's going to stop you. You can just do what yeah, you, you want. Yeah, you just do it. You can uh, leave and come back. It depends on yeah, your your level of seriousness to it your commitment to quality your commitment to uh like consistency all of it is just whatever you want to do and uh basically no there's no barrier for entry you can just start it and do it and which there's definitely no barrier for entry and there's so little uh 
investment required to start that you could just stop and not and not go through anything yeah uh the worst investment you can make is uh well the worst thing you can do is spend a ton of money on your youtube channel without without knowing that it'll ever go anywhere yeah but uh so like so your best bet is usually just to buy well most people don't have to buy more than one microphone you buy a microphone yeah and then you just do that a snowball is like 50 bucks yeah, you could buy a snowball 50 bucks it's like a video game of price yeah and, and that's an all right one these are significantly better they're 100 this bucks is, this is an at 2020 it's like 100 dollars on a regular basis and you see people with millions of subscribers using them yeah all the way up to the top like they're all over the fucking <laughs> all place. the way up to the top it goes they're all everywhere. the way up <laughs> you go to the fucking axis of awesome guy uh you know the the blonde guy in that team the that one that band yeah like he has his phone's channel i see him with the microphone in the videos he's using an at2020 yeah on his music channel it's <laughs> like, the most i mean 18 2020s are both uh they're consistent in quality they're affordable and they're small yeah which yeah, are like all let's play want. purposes like obs is free obs is free yeah, um minus the time it takes to research how the fuck to get your settings right and whatever stuff like that, you get you get lunch breaks get them work. wrong for a while anyway yeah uh some video editors are free some of them are not but a lot of them are surprisingly cheap like sony vegas is now called magic's vegas it and has like uh, a subscription doesn't it no you just buy it oh you, you can just, just buy it. magic's vegas 15 and there's multiple tiers of it and like it's not that expensive, but per- that's already too much. Yeah, Premiere Premiere's like, ten dollars a month. But once you once you add this shit up, and you're getting like you're getting mad, you're getting like a editing software, and you're getting a microphone, and you're like yeah. upgrading your computer, and you're getting an Elgato already. You're like that's like a thousand dollars. You got yeah. I mean, you, you just got, have to. You really got to dip your feet in. Yeah, with you, like only a microphone, basically. Ba- well, yeah, you, you always start like out it. with just what you can afford, which most yeah. people can afford. Again, that's why I said like if you can get a Snowball fifty dollars, AT twenty twenty is a hundred dollars, so you can spend an uh, extra 50 bucks that's okay yeah but again that's all you need just don't expect once, to get back it's no. like a fun purchase yeah once you get that microphone though that's yeah i mean that you'll just coast on that for a while and hey you can use that microphone for video games and i mean look know, at if, a, you, if you don't if you don't use it for uh, honestly YouTube. a good example is john tron he coasted on a shitty hand cam video or a shitty handy cam for a, a long time and then eventually he just bought a better camera but what, and like, what's always the problem with YouTube channels is selection bias, because you only see popular channels because they're popular. Like, yeah, by just the nature of probability and also how YouTube promotes things and stuff, the most likely channels for you to know about are the ones that are actually popular because they reach the most people, which is then you. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how. Yeah, that's how selection works. Yeah. So, uh, everyone sees like the markipliers and shit like that and like oh i can do that that's easy and all i have to do is do that all i have to do is what he's doing and i win and like that's it like they don't no. understand the like they don't see like the the fucking like massive graveyard surrounding every single yeah uh youtuber if... which is it's just like <laughs> you only experience that by being on the red let's play subreddit and just watching them die every week yeah. basically and like it's definitely it's interesting it's like uh i i guess if if you want a good example of what it looks like, if what you, what YouTube looks like when you're looking at one particular mm-hmm. YouTuber like PewDiePie, Markiplier, Jacksepticeye, any of them, um, go like watch the trailer for like Kingdom Hearts three, the old one, the that used to be there where it's like just a row of Keyblades for mountains and mountains, and you're like, those are all the channels, those are like all the channels that died on the wake to this one, and there's like a <laughs> hill at the end, and it has a guy on the top. It's like that's what it looks like. It's just one guy on the top of a cliff, and there's thousands of dead 
channels like millions of them laying in waste it's amazing how often you can find another channel that has like a thousand subscribers and its own custom like cartoon art for its characters and yep. like their favorite game is on their banner and they uploaded some videos for like three months and then and they stopped. just gave up or yeah or then maybe they or especially the, those you know, those ones that have like a history where like they uploaded like three videos five years ago and then four videos like two years ago and yeah. like they keep kind of coming back and then dying again because yeah, it's really demotivating to have like no feedback because w- which is what we talked about a couple like yeah, every, like everyone's afraid of showing their shit because they think everyone's going to hate their shit. Yeah, what actually happens is no one says anything, and also no one watches your videos, <laughs> and no one ever finds them, and your videos like, just sit there. I I just at some point happens. at some point for me I just and it's like I there are a lot of videos like plenty of videos I throw out there and like they just get nothing compared to other videos. And, and you're like, what do you want? Yeah, and yeah, there's, there's a part of me that just shouts like, what do you people want? <laughs> but like, you know, at the end of the day, I don't really care as long as I enjoyed making it. Yep. And if I enjoyed making it, then I'll probably do it again, even if no one likes it, which is the difference between like, I I enjoyed doing the, the vlogs, which is why I kept doing them. Uh, yeah. But like versus I really hate playing fucking visual novels. And like, there's a part of me that just is not going to do that ever again. Like, I can't, I can't I do it. I don't know how you fell into that. That's so I, weird. It was just a try, like a random. played one dumb high school game yeah. and like, it's the biggest thing on the channel. Yeah, basically. Fuck. Yeah. Just like Tokyo Jungle. Yep. And I, yeah. At least I was like, oh, it's the biggest thing, the biggest stuff on my channel is fucking, oh, wow. Oh, RPGs, damn. Oh, I don't no, know. Dark I'm, Souls. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to play more Dark Souls. Man, it's a bummer that everyone likes it when I play Dark Souls. <laughs> Yeah, just lap it up. If only it was something compatible with what I like to do. So let's see. Oh no, now it's the witness. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly, the biggest thing on my entire channel, I believe, is... I for, I think it might be... It's either Samorost 3, which is a side-scrolling point-and-click adventure game, or it's Wasteland 2. Wasteland 2? Yeah, it, we, one of those is my top video ever. That's weird. I don't remember anymore. But yeah, it was a bit of a, it was a, bit of a surprise. Alright, let's see. How, how good are you at ironing? Also, did you know that uh, ticking suction? Yeah. Also, did you know that licking suction cups improves their sticking power? Just thought I'd mention that. Yeah, I do because the dildo is still on the wall. Um, and could Andrew give us a guided tour? Oh, of what- how good are you at ironing's the title? I was yeah. like, where did you where did you find that question? Yeah, it's in the it's in the title, uh, which is surprisingly a good use of subject bar. But I um, haven't ironed anything uh, since I have been a YouTuber. I ironed stuff before i left on my trip because it was going to be folded and in a suitcase that was going to rumble and tumble and i didn't want to look like poop but it's like it's actually a weird correlation because like when i started making videos with you was when i had just quit best buy yeah and i was and i had a buzz cut that i was letting grow out and stuff so it was in that fuzzy phase of weird awkward mid length hair for the uh original sit and discuss session and everything like that way back in 2011 and uh I ironed my uniform for the last time at work, for work. Yeah. And I burned my hand for the first time. And that was the last time I ever ironed anything because I was quitting my job. Cause I, oh, yeah. And cause at the time, it was just like they were giving me so few hours because they were working. Because I had an awkward schedule where I was working in this town, but I was going to school an hour away. And so I had a commute schedule and a homework schedule. And then I was supposed to end my, but I was supposed to like hold my own weight in the family by working a job but it's like how the fuck do i juggle that with the college thing you raised me to do yeah like which is supposed to be my job basically at this point make up your mind supposed to be a full-time student yeah do you want me to be a full-time student or not dad (laughs) uh (laughs) it's never not funny to say it that way right 
it's but it's the, just uh, not. I, I think it's just more funny because like I know that is true. Yeah. Like the, I, when you say it like that, it is like it the, is a genuine. There, there's a special brand of bullshit parenting that happens that we've all experienced, which is that they all we all, we get raised to do a specific thing, and then when we do that thing, it's like you're doing it. You're not. That's not what we want. You actually did this other thing. I didn't raise you. Fucking to do millennials, it. and it's yeah. like, and then what do you want? Like, you raised me. <laughs> what do you want, old man? It's your damn job. I, I went through so much time being called like a freeloader and shit like that for just doing what I was told to do. Which is college, when I was yeah. Growing up, which is like, yeah, going through high school and then. Keith, are you ever gonna get a career? It's, it's like, like at yes. Your, at your age, I was already working a job, and at your age, I was having you and stuff like that. It's like. Didn't you specifically want me to go to college? <laughs> Why do you want me to do shit at the same same time scale as your life if you specifically want me to do the shit you didn't do, which is go <laughs> to college? Could you make up your fucking mind? God damn, <laughs> that was a whole thing. This is why we we don't we this is oh why we specifically God. did not want baby boomers to run anything. <laughs> uh, but then all the old people from the previous generation started going loopy, and we had to rely on the baby boomers. And now we're there's such a cognitive dissonance of them not being able to process like we want some we want better for our kids but also we want the same shit for our kids we want our we kids we want you to work at, no we want you to work at it's like long john silvers at 16 yeah and deliver papers and it's like do you want me to get grades yeah it's like the grades you want me to stop getting the grades <laughs> it's weird because our parents our, our parents grew up with the mentality of like we got everything handed to us and we'll give it all to our kids, but we want our kids to work for it though. <laughs> but it's like, but it's, so they, they give you it, everything. It was really weird to be but, like an A and B student that graduated with honors and got a scholarship for college and then went to college and then act, then feel like I was doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, Did, aren't, didn't I do it all right? I thought that was all the but, things I was supposed but you, to do. But you weren't working for it the way they had to work for it. So they were upset by it. So they're like, the way I worked for it was I like, even... I had to get a job at 60. He's like, yeah, but you also, wh why would you, you worked then, at a job because you didn't want to go to college. You, you didn't to, care about you, school. And you get to deal with all this weird paradox of like, they had to work for it. But also, they got everything easier at yeah. the same time. Like they, like there's a, they have a whole generation of people that just like got jobs. Fell into having houses. They they fell not. They all fell these into people having had houses when they were like eighteen. I'm like, what the fuck because, world did you yeah, live? Because in? they lived in a world where every job was available. Because college wasn't the thing. I like don't even know and, people who can afford apartments. Yeah, like baby boomers had everything. <laughs> and they worked two jobs. That's why. That's why I was like, baby boomers had everything, and then they got so spiteful about yeah. it. They took everything away from the people who then so needed like, it. Got to get rid of all these entitlement programs and millennials are <laughs> ruining things by working so much and not being able to afford anything these bunch of freeloaders that have no free time because all they do is work all the time and they have a, they work they 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 pulled them up by their bootstraps and got to that college education so that it could not amount to anything so they could then get work at starbucks and home depot at the same time so that they could then move in with three other people to share a two-bedroom apartment then they're not couples they just can't afford a three-bedroom apartment for a house it's, and these people are like, well, you, the millennials are all fucked up because we were the real generation that knew how to do stuff for real because we worked at a fast food restaurant and were able to afford a house. <laughs> it's like, the fuck? It's, it just, it always <laughs> baffled me because I, it's like, I watched, I, you, and it's, uh, the best part is they teach you about it. It's not like you go un unaware of this happening. They, it tells you, they teach you in history class and baby boomers raising children are teaching those children their own stupidity. Mm -hmm. To their children, where it's saying like, yeah, and then all of a sudden they got rid of all these things because it was working. My parents are people like, that what like, the fuck? <laughs> on top of always having houses their entire lives, 
like get other houses for fun yeah <laughs> like like they I also grew, they also had up, jobs that I, they didn't have to yeah. like compete with other people somehow like they they were able to get jobs without having to like we were so well to do for a while there that on top of having a suburban home we had a timeshare at a cabin and also would go to pismo and vegas yeah and only one of my parents was working my mom was unemployed throughout all of my time being in like elementary and middle school she got a job like near the end and that's it but it's like one guy working made like this impossible wealth that i'll probably that's, never experience yeah i mean that growing up as a kid i grew up like my on my mom's side it was like yeah my because my well my stepfather worked at like he worked at uh Shadow. he worked at a job he had since he was like 18 so he was making like ridiculous money mm-hmm. and my mom had like a really fairly good job and so both of them together with their like magic combined income was like we had a giant two-story house we had like, we had timeshares, we had a motorhome, we had a boat, we had, like, everyone in the family had a car. Like, we we took vacations, like, twice a year. It was, I was like, how the f-? And as an adult, I'm like, I can, I don't even know how I, I don't even know how I... I can't imagine the like, concept of vacations. And, and, yeah, and to me, I go like, I don't know how I afforded France. Yeah. Like, and that cost, you, you that were, cost less were, than the monthly payment for a motorhome. You out about France for, like, two months, weren't yeah. you? Yeah, and it was like, and, and I, and the motorhome we had... Cost about as much as my entire trip to France. Yep. Like, I grew up. How a, did you people do I grew that? Up in a family on top of the suburban home and the the part time uh, with the timeshare in Tahoe. We had uh, in Tahoe, mind you. We had three ATVs and a motorbike that we we tow in a trailer, and we also had a we also had a motor boat, like a full boat. Yeah. Which I think you've been on or something mm-hmm. like that. Like we had a boat that we'd take to Berryessa. Which so we could go witness the historic scenes of uh, of Zodiac murders. <laughs> no, <laughs> but we 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 had a boat and we had timeshares and all these other things. I'm like, the fuck? Yeah. And then you think about it and now. One of these working? Yeah. It's it was ridiculous. And then I don't know. It's although life experiences are all over the place. Like I I know not to judge stuff by my personal income because my yeah. my life's weird. But I look at my other people around me that got college degrees and what they're in and stuff like that and how many of them are like just fucked basically I, it's the my but favorite I know, but i know other people that are like super rich from tech companies yeah and they're like they they like i like well like obviously marty has like a whole house and everything like that yeah, marty, also, well like, marty also took advantage of the, the crash in 2008 yeah that's marty, how he got marty, that house marty did some smart shit at some yeah point. he's also older than us though well he so is but i'm saying he, he a, so he, he got, took it he took advantage of baby boomers he, fucking yeah. up and so he ran in and grabbed a house in the meantime he was doing shit during an era where we weren't ready to do shit yet basically yeah. if we but, if uh, all of us if the housing market crash happened like in 2018 rather than 2008 we would have all been set because we would have been yeah. able to run and grab houses really quickly but new. No. Oh man. The housing the, the market crashed right as we all graduated <laughs> fucking high school is when the economy tanked. It's so no one from our generation could do anything because everything was gone. How weird is it when you see like a housewife? I I've like, seen a housewife like a modern, in it. Like it's, a modern housewife. Yeah, it's scary. It scares yeah. me. I don't like, I don't They're like They're like Bigfoot. Yeah. Like out of nowhere you're like, oh shit, there's a housewife. I'm like, how like, how did you get in the situation? Because <laughs> I'm like, how did you get away with this? <laughs> like, like, I've... like you, you, there's like a weird sense of like, it's almost like they've like cheated the system somehow. Yeah, they, like, they had to cheat somehow like, to do you, this. I'm like, you don't have, you don't have to work? Well, their work is the babies, already... I guess. No, not even that. I know at least two or three examples or the of house. people 
that you have to clean no, like the place. They don't specifically do anything around the house necessarily. They like they feel like it and stuff like, like that. Like trophies. Or like there's yeah, I know people. I know at least three women. I think that are like they. I don't. I can't identify any actual job or income they do, and, and except for like in at least two other cases, they'll like dabble for fun. Do they have like a hobby? Like, they'll like like Haha, let's do that thing. Like like a thing. The type like of job. I have an Etsy store or something or, or, like ridiculous, something like that, or like the type of job where you can like go in and like just put in for like, hey, I'll take a shift of that thing, like like at part time type things. Or oh, like, kind of like an Uber driver or yeah, something, or, where or you like, like or like substitute teacher. Yeah, where like you can just drop in and out of it whenever you feel like it. Yeah, like, it's I, like putting I, your name on a registry and I, saying like, yeah, you can hire me this month. Yeah, there's multiple things like that where I'm like, how did. How did you get away with that? They found a guy who was willing to tolerate it. <laughs> I'm so like that's what that that's all it is. Is like I personally was I like I was raised. My mother raised me with the mindset she's like you never let someone stay home, yeah. never in a relationship. If you can have two incomes, you will have two incomes. And if you have two incomes, you can have all the kids you want and throw them to somebody else and pay them to watch them. But also like the was, the the, the, the era is so different. We're like and like for my dad, like they clearly could afford it. Yeah, but like nowadays, like no one i'm like how did how i'm like how was how is your reality working are, tech you, in, companies. are you in a bubble tech companies are you basically. in a secret bubble from if a you, different decade if, if you're if you're like they're married to somebody who is a higher up in some kind of company or they're married to somebody who does like a they win the lottery a, and don't a technology don't have to job with jobs yeah and just have like a fun life yeah i mean that's i mean that's i look at me look at my it's, situation is like i can it's it's fascinating to look at just how incredibly unfair all of life is and yeah. how everyone just has a bullshit whatever they land on oh yeah like it feels like real life is Mario Party, it's... and you just land on a square, and it's like, oh, you're the one red against the three blues. <laughs> Have fun with that. <laughs> Keith, Keith just used Mario Party to describe racism. <laughs> it's yeah, I, I, I like. And everyone feels like they're working on their shit and have their own problems. So like everyone, like it's uh, people have so much trouble trouble empathizing with anyone else's problems because everyone sees their own problems. Yeah, and that's what they can see. So yeah, like the yeah, issues of race or what town you grow up in or what e- economic thing happens or like what decade, what year your parents divorce in because they seem to all get divorced, <laughs> but some of them have wildly different outcomes. And I, I'm under the impression life's that life's fucking weird. I, I, I have a personal mythology that like everyone will get divorced. Yeah. Like every either either. I mean, if you had infinite time, I would imagine. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's like die. people. There's no such thing as you. You, you only, when you marry someone, you never marry someone that you're going to be with forever. That's a that's a well, fucking forever. That, is the well, issue, yeah. But I mean, the concept of like, I will like this person for if I had time immortal immortality, I will like this person forever. No, you won't. You will fucking hate that person at some point. You, I do not believe that you could like a person forever. It is not physically possible. Now that I'm like three years into having roommates. I've definitely seen how just being in a house with people like breeds contempt. <laughs> you, you 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 can't. And so like there are people who it, you know what it is. It's like most like, people you just bur- you could just slowly develop an anger over like toilet paper. Yes. And <laughs> and I've learned like I especially when I look at my grandparents, it's like they've been married for like fifty. I think it's like almost sixty years. And I look at them and I go, it's not that you guys love each other. You're you're just you've gotten to a, you reached this peak where you reached a very a very specific specific hurdle where someone said okay here's the point you either leave now and go have fun or you're on this shit coaster forever and they both looked at each other like i mean i would rather be miserable than alone and so they just yeah. went and, and they're 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 the people like if i if they were both single right now and they were like oh let's meet some new people i would definitely never make them talk to each other ever 
They're the worst people to t- to be associated with each other. They should never have gotten married. But they the only reason they stay married is because at this point, why does it fucking matter? And so that's what I think marriage is. Marriage, you get to a point where like it, you go, I could either leave now and deal with being single again, or I could just tough out the basically shitty life that I'm in now. Because you, everyone will get to this point where you just run out of care for a person. It's always hard to tell what's going on with somebody else's relationship too, though. Where there's like the thing where every happy couple never seems happy. Yeah, like like people that don't really have complaints about the relationship and they're cool about the whole thing and will stick it out for twenty years and seem to be happy the whole time. As an outsider, you're like they don't get along at all. It's like often what it feels like or like, yeah, like, I mean, like what something that, that one of the fucked up things that always happens, of course, is like what, like a uh, wander and shell will record a, a co-op thing together or something. Yeah. And like people will like judge their relationship in the comments. And it's really? Like, and it's like, but haven't you, I feel like it's a bunch of stupid children that haven't been around relationships before and don't understand that like, most likely people constantly seem like they don't fully get along in relationships i mean bickering bickering is like is normal like you yeah. have to big but that's the thing is like there's a difference between bickering and like like viciousness like if you see two people like going at it and you're like okay this is a fucking problem and then even if it's just no we just there's a thing we just really don't you know agree upon it's like okay that's fine but like you better hope that's the only one. Yeah. Because if it starts bubbling and you start building more of these things, which is what my grandparents are at, they fucking hate every single thing about each other. And it's like, at what point, why? At what point, literally, why do you continue living by hating each other? And it's like, well, we've been married this long and we'll finish it. I'm like, it's not a fucking competition. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you think Shadow came over because he thought that we were yelling? Yeah. He I think was he like, was, oh, no. Yeah, I think he was upset. Yeah, or he thought we were upset about something. He so. was like a little trembly. You know yeah. that? Yeah, it's, it's like, okay, pops. It's, it's just okay. we're doing it. We're it's 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 performative. But yeah. <laughs> but like that's Do the you thing. Understand is, what performances are, dog? <laughs> no, he doesn't because he interrupts no. him all the time. Just when dogs but, learn how to lie, <laughs> that thing that old dogs learn, which is that when a bad thing happens, they don't want to be blamed for it, so they do a performance. Yeah, they try to make you feel better. Away and stuff like that. The but it's they like I don't make eye contact with the thing that they did. I don't know. It's weird. Like I always see. I always in my mind. I always believe because maybe maybe it's because I've. Every person, every marriage I've ever seen in my life, uh, except for ones that obviously have happened since I've, you know, like in my generation, but like every adult marriage I've ever encountered has ended. Yeah, more or less. They, they've all um, ended. Yeah, my, my grandparents are still together. That's it. I, my grandparents I, are still I, together. But everybody yeah, I, else. I almost wonder if they have to stay together. And they like, do. Like they have a that's, thing where they're not allowed to split up. That's why. Because my, like, my parents only, my parents split up when I was younger, or they split up in a time where, like, they, they basically split up when it would be okay to split up. Yeah, my parents like, are divorced, my dad's divorced, uh, my dad's in his third marriage, so he's divorced even before I got to me, which, I mean, I was born fucking early, so it's <laughs> like, that was a short marriage. Uh, my aunt has been married, divorced, like, three times, I think. Yeah. My uncle's divorced. I mean, and the thing is, My it's grandfather like, it's, that's really religious has been, has remarried. Yeah. And it's not to say, and here's the thing, it's not to say that people... Like, for one, I'm not saying that, like, every, every, but, like, the person you marry is never going to be, like, it's, it's always doomed to fail. The problem is, like, when you marry someone, nine times out of ten, you're just, you're just not accustomed to this weird, strange thing. And so you make weird, strange mistakes, which is like marrying a person that you think you can marry. You learn you can't marry, you learn you can't be married to them. I think about the age at which most people seem to get married over the, over the generations and stuff. And I think about, like, 
I thought I was going to be a geologist at that age. Yeah. <laughs> or I didn't I mean, even know I was going to be a geologist yet at that age. It's like, I think high school age, I thought I was going to be like a video game designer. And then college age, I thought I was going to be a geologist. And even now, I still don't fucking know what where I'm going in life. And I'm like, I'm supposed to have been married by now and maybe divorced and married again in some yeah. people's cases. I mean, so I'm like, how the fuck did you think you had your life figured out enough that you were going to stick with a specific person I already? Don't, yeah. Holy I f- shit. I feel like if you're going to get married, like... Kudos for confidence, but how'd that work out? <laughs> yeah. I, I But the, the thing, I don't know. I guess I also have the mentality because I've seen so many just get... Basically, almost every marriage just destroy itself. Usually yeah, by, and they, it's always because of like multitude of things. It's either cheating, either two people like raised children together and then just became spiteful about one another because of the children. They like, um, what is it? It's, uh, it's like two people who thought they were compatible because they got married at such a young age and then realized that they, nope, we actually just are growing up in different yeah. perspectives. Like just I mean, so one many of my things. longest relationships I was ever in, uh, just broke off one day. And then I retroactively found out that they had been planning to break up with me for, like, the majority of the relationship and just kept not doing it. Yeah. Because I found out via, like, third-party people and stuff like that. I think including Alex, actually, was, like, one of the people I think that... that yeah, it was probably... Yeah, it was Alex. Yeah. It's, like, I, I'm just finding out through all these third parties that she had all these complaints the whole time and that but she, she never broke up with me. vocalized And she complaints. planned on breaking up with me for so long. And it's like, oh, well, cool. She was planning on breaking up with me... Like, before I took her to that uh, Nine Inch Nails Jane's Addiction concert, and before I got her that 3DS for her birthday, which is, like, one of the most expensive gifts I've ever given anybody, and it's like, it's like, oh, good good to know. By the way, just, 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 just pro tip for all of you out there, if you're, if you're thinking of breaking up with somebody and you don't think it's gonna work, uh, just fucking do it. Yeah. Because the worst thing you can do to somebody is is poison their memories retroactively <laughs> by showing them that secretly you weren't happy the whole time. Yeah. And now they know that. And now all those memories are gone. Yeah. Like, if you're happy for a while and then you stop being happy and then you break it off, then it's like, oh, well, you know, it didn't work out. Yeah, I just move we on. We were happy at one point. But finding out retroactively that your relationship was a lie the whole time, basically, and that the person was planning on breaking up with you forever and stuff like that. They just never just got Just means it, that yeah. every memory you have with that person is retroactively ruined by the fact that they were basically just pretending the entire time. Yeah. It's like, that's really some fucked up shit. It is. Uh, I mean, that's... Yeah, that's the... That's fucked up. That's, <laughs> that's why, I, like... Because I've broken up with two people, and, like, I just do it yeah that's that's how i've done it too i just deal with the fallout but i just do it that's because that's the way i am as well i don't tending and forcing i can't like it's well also that is i can't lie to people generally but also like i don't want to do that yeah i don't but i don't want to play like this weird it's like it's not eggshell game of like yeah i'm still happy (laughs) it's like people act like you're they, they they try to pretend that they're doing it for the other person's sake yeah like oh i I don't want to hurt them or something like that it's like no you're you're being selfish yeah you're actively you're hurting protecting a person. yourself and hurting them like you're specifically yeah. only hurting them yes every every day you continually pretend to be into this relationship. pretty much yeah like and it's so selfish it immediately destroys all respect i have for that person and i can't be around them anymore <laughs> because i'm like i don't actively hate them or like are revolted by them or like angry at them i'm like you're fake and bad yeah it's just like I it's don't not want to a... talk to you because i don't believe our conversations count even now <laughs> like... <laughs> even as not in a relationship i can't trust our conversation that's one of the reasons we get along so well for all these years is that we like are 
really blunt and honest all the time and obnoxious about it that's <laughs> i mean that's why people hate us <laughs> yeah that's that's why uh that's why i feel like yeah that's it's one of those things though it's that it's there are people who do that and yes there are relationships you might be in that are like that where you are blunt and honest and it's it's like good relationships but i think it what is it? it's a it's a good the good uh I, I think to sum up most marriages, almost all marriages, is the BoJack Horseman quote of uh, of when you look at a relationship with rose-colored glasses, all flags look like fl- or all red flags look like flags. Oh yeah, the it's, one that, that was from PB. From yeah, friends. that's such a yeah. That's <laughs> Which such. I a never good... stopped being distracted by. I was just she was an owl. Friends, yeah. and she's an owl. That, but it's yeah. su- it's such a good quote yeah, because that's like, what... yeah. If you're looking through your relationship with ro- with ro- uh, with rose tinted glasses, all the red flags just look, look like, like flags. flags. And that's and that's like the summary of why most people, yeah. probably most people in your parents' generation, got divorced. That, it's because they live was, these. Ah, it's they, a rough one. Yeah, they live that, these that lives. Was a rough quote. Oh, it that, is a rough quote. That fucking show. It it's, uh, it hurt, but it's such a true quote that most people don't. I feel like don't think about when they, get, especially just even a re- relationship, a regular relationship. Well, the reason we're both drawn to that show, I think, so much is because it just has this raw honesty. <laughs> it's so every fucking, episode. It's so raw. It just hurts uh, you so much every time. Just so we're clear, by the way, I, I do. I'm doing that thing where I don't really argue with Andrew that much when he's doing a thing. I don't fully agree with him on the whole. Literally, all relationships are doomed and impossible. Well, it's I. It's I I'm also given speaking... infinite time. The concept of marriage might be doomed. Yeah, in, if you're immortal. Well, that's what I more or but less I think mean. People can I be don't... in a happy relationship and it works out their whole lives, and then they die. Well, yeah, our grandparents do it. No, our grandparents are not doing it. <laughs> uh, well, who's doing it then? Because I don't uh, see it. <laughs> weirdly enough, I I I can't. I like. Is I, it stay-at-home moms? Are they well, the ones no, that are I, achieving this goal? <laughs> <laughs> are we not doing it right keith do we have to be stay-at-home that, dads is that how we can succeed in marriages <laughs> marriage might be easier with stay-at-home moms or stay-at-home <laughs> people i'm not even joking like i'm not talking about like this anti-feminist like fuck you don't get jobs you don't deserve to be a, a person someone, type someone should stay home i'm saying that like some some significant other should be at what home what i'm saying is that like yeah the happiest relationships i've seen in many cases are ones where like only one of them really works and the other person guys gets to just do shit but they're i think it's it's not that they do shit it's that they are taking care of the things that are the stresses after work yeah so like the cooking the cleaning the things that the person working doesn't want to do just that but like i like i live i live with a couple right now yeah and like like they're they're still relatively newly married so it's hard to tell but like i don't see any signs of friction that for as an outsider at the very least and it's really it it seems like things are going fine but yeah, like she's just home all the time. Like we just hang out and chat sometimes because we're just home. We're both in the same place. Yeah. yeah at the moment right now, there's the, our household is three people that are home all the time and one person that works. Uh, well, that works not at home. Poor Marty. Because I work at home. <laughs> Poor Marty. And just... our other roommates got our other roommate got fired. Oops. So he's in, he's finding his new job right now. So we're just it's just people are home all the time and I hate it. Yeah. I need to go away. But <laughs> used to be that no one was home except for Sife, and that guy was a dick. No, he, he was he was fine. He's fucking. Ah. He's just weird. He was a strange person. He would go out into the backyard and just lay down in the weeds, and then come in covered in like thistles and shit, and then just track him into the house. I don't know. Yeah, that's a weird. That's a weird person. He'd be, um, on the, he'd be laying in the thistles with his laptop, working on his laptop, and like freelance programming outside. Like, are you? 
are you like a robot and it was a, it was a time to consume vitamin d so you needed to lay outside Probably. for the day yeah honestly <laughs> just in the gross he needed to he used to always like there used to be so many more spiders in the house back then when he was there because i'm pretty sure they'd be on his body and he'd bring them in and then they'd escape into the house basically along with all the thistles and shit just, there would just be like spikes he on just the ground buy a fucking set like a patio set and just put it out there oh no and he'd have like a table and then he could soak vitamin d in that's weird i, I, I but, don't know i don't know yeah but I, I i mean i had the same thing when um when my old roommates lived here and they because there was a married couple as well and yeah. and the wife wasn't at for a while she wasn't employed because she was mm -hmm. finishing up like she was doing college stuff or no she was employed but she was like very lowly part-time employed so worked like one or two days a, a, a week and then she was trying to transition into a, a full-time job and so she was home a lot and so it was like everything seemed perfect with him though because it was like she would just do all the stuff that you know that yeah and he would just come home and not have to do anything like he would just think, food would be ready and he wouldn't have to clean anything and i think ultimately like the easier life is the easier a relationship can be yeah and the more the harder life is the more that relationship is tested and problem and, and like and i'm sure yeah happens. and some people probably can overcome so, like, it i'm not saying like housewives like let's let's repeal feminism <laughs> or whatever the fuck and like yeah. go back to everyone being housewives i'm saying like that is an era where money just happened yeah it's <laughs> like like more money existed you know what it's, it's a modest you would do i think it's like a so modesty you could just be one guy with like a five-person family and you're the one job yeah and then yeah but everyone's it, happier when no one's working isn't that interesting yeah it's like a but it's also kind of like a modesty thing because most uh, of those people lived mo more modestly in sense of they didn't like try to buy grandiose houses they didn't try to have bigger better things and when two people are having income you try to go big you try to go mm -hmm. bigger and bigger and bigger some of those people like, had crazy ass houses though yeah but i'm saying like there are a lot of like my when my grandparents do you think they build shittier houses on average now to to make them marketable for the economy yes like they probably don't make great houses anymore no they don't most because no one will be able to, no buy, one be able to buy them anyways uh but it's like i oh, think i'm making everyone, i'm making myself sad i'm probably making people sad yeah it's fine get sad i mean to answer your question though yes i can iron <laughs> um, i can iron uh what was the other part of that remember problems uh, come on oh, get sad now guided you tour. better follow all your i can't i, I can't do it guided tour of i did i kept playing i kept singing get happy during her mother and i was yeah. like i'm trying to reverse it for this little thing because of what we're doing right now but it's really hard to reverse engineer every lyric to be sad on the <laughs> fly <laughs> i was like remember problems come on get sad now <laughs> there you go <laughs> i don't i couldn't do the next to let's see what is that uh, guided tour of very complicated hardware setup uh that would probably be like a vlog i would do if, yeah if anything subscribe to andrew's channel and keep commenting about that question over and over oh. again until he finally vlogs how complicated this room is uh we really can't podcast that yeah i'm not well, gonna because i don't really understand a lot of the stuff around me right now <laughs> i don't know what the fuck he did with some of the stuff but also uh if we if we move anything it'll probably break yeah <laughs> So Andrew will have to walk around with a camera sometime. Yeah, I just have to walk that'll around just with be the camera. on his channel. So he's Let's been doing see. vlogs lately. You can keep seeing his house and shit. Yeah, exciting. These podcasts only get longer, huh? They do. We, I, every podcast I have less to talk about, seemingly. Then we just do it. Well, we keep running into more and more random topics. We, I mean, my car crash prompted an hour of conversation. Yeah, and we de we developed into the topics we developed into today were like baby boomers fucking the world up, and also like marriages are bad. Like, Someone asked about ironing, and we talked about uh, bad marriages and stay-at-home moms. The American nuclear <laughs> family. <laughs> yeah, it's. 
Look, I, I, I'm just saying, sometimes... Oh, uh, but some- on the previous economic topic, it's just that, like, because of my experience and every experience I've talked to about other people and encountered about how, like, lives work and generations work and how everyone has completely different outcomes and then they just try to retroactively explain how they got there. Yeah. It's like it's kind of like how, like, uh, it actually reminds me of, like, how, like, like shut up, Taylor Swift. Don't talk about following your dreams or some shit. Or like Danny, uh, Danny Sexbang is like, yeah, just yeah. follow your dreams. It'll be great. It's like, yeah. you fell into this shit. And yeah. I know that because you've told the stories about how you got here. And that's not a, that's not a preachable life goal at all. Yeah. Uh, like so many people are successful on accident. And so many people are unsuccessful despite fighting tooth and nail just to get, just to survive. Yes. So like, I get, I get mad at anyone, including family or anyone else who like, judges somebody based on like their economic situation or their family situation like you know stuff like that like people who you know it's make funny. sweeping judgments about other people's lives while not while not having to live their life yeah are, are, are some of the most reprehensible people to me it's it's funny to me because like that was the one thing i i took away from europe is that like everywhere i kept going in europe i was like all of this looks like trash all of you look like you, like I kept looking. I was like, no. And I, I looked. I was all like, right. all of none of you look like you live in like none of you look like you're succeeding. All of you look like you're living in hobbles and you're failing at life because none of these places looked it's like America. Like America has these fucking giant homes and like people have cars and they have like big yards and motorhomes and boats and people do shit and they're like always active and like they're but like Europe's just like modesty almost, but not modesty because they want to be. It's because like we don't oh, got those. It's we like don't the, have the room. We don't have like the. There was like that. Uh, that fo- there was a pho- photography series this guy did. I don't remember what it was for exactly, but he would go to each country and have that household put take all of their belongings and put it on the front lawn. Yeah, like lay it all out, and you'd see like what kind of stuff goes into the home of each different house <laughs> in, in different countries. And America's fucking out of control in a way that I can't even understand because I'm like, how the fuck did you afford that shit? Yeah. And yeah, like you like the British people or like Zimbabwe, like a bunch of different locations. And it's like, that was a really cool photo series. It's and and that's it's it's such a good example. Like you ask anybody in America and they'll be judgy and they'll tell you like failure and success and like what how to determine it. You go to a European, you're like, I only have like one 4K TV. They're like. Yeah. That, that seems like enough what's wrong it's like uh, no i need one for every room and they're like what the fuck is no why how, how many rooms do you even have i literally <laughs> it's I, don't, like, I don't own a television that's the thing and somebody it's not and like i bet like, you it's not even that i don't own I bet cable you, you i don't said, own a tv you said that i bet you there's americans who are going to judge you about that yeah they're gonna say like how do you like, not I, have a tv gone, i have a i've TV. gone so far beyond cutting the cable that i literally don't own a television and you know what the worst part is the people who are going to judge you are going to be younger people <laughs> They're going to be young kids who say, like, I even have a TV. That's the problem, kid. You have a TV and you're not even an adult. Like, why do you have one in your room? I had one. I had three in my room growing up. Three televisions? Three televisions. Even, like, monitors or whatever? I had two monitors and three televisions. In the same room? They plugged in? Yes. Why? Because I needed one for stuff to watch, like, to watch TV on when I'm in bed. I had one to play video games on and then I had another one. I don't know why I had that other in one, the same but room? in the same room, because my, because the way my room was set up is like, I wanted to have, what the fuck? yeah, and that's, but that was, it was rational to me. Look at this room. I have four, two of these are TVs, two of these monitors. That's a TV. There's a TV right there. Then I have three monitors. The screens in my room, my office bedroom combination is it's, I have a, I have a cell phone. <laughs> I have a primary monitor and cast? I have a secondary monitor. 
Yeah. Which is mostly because I need to like, you know, play games on this monitor while recording. And like, check OBS stuff, on another one. Yeah, recording stuff on that monitor or like edit on this screen while like running a YouTube video on that screen or like some multitasking stuff. Two, two monitors is efficient. Like yeah. it just makes things more efficient. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, if, if it was up to me, I'd have like four monitors for just for the one computer. I'll, I'll probably eventually have but, three monitors. But it's when like I that, scale up and I'm in a location where they'd actually fit or something. Yeah. Middle screen would be the game. Left screen would be OBS recording stuff and like Discord, like that kind of stuff. And right screen would be my information screen. There's so many games where some yeah. form of reference material would be useful, like how this weapon works or how this something works in the thing, like an explanation that I can actually glance at without having to like make it disappear every time I start yeah. playing would be really useful for like Monster Hunter and shit like that. That's what streamers do usually. They have like yeah. the three. They'll have like the one where it's OBS, they'll have the game, and then they'll have another monitor that's just mm-hmm. chat. And so that way they can keep track of the chat. And but also that other monitor could just be like an ipad or something like a tablet yeah. something larger than but, this at well least. yeah but Just uh as a reference but i've never owned a tablet but i i feel like it's necessary like i i'm planning to move and i'm thinking like well what do i gotta bring and i have to be i keep having to be told like just you can buy it again if you need it. Just yeah, but you, you, don't, got, you got to think about how like you just need to stop buying anything yeah, for the but, next year. Yeah, but like or whatever. And like, so because if you're gonna move, then you probably will lose anything you buy. Yeah, and so my my thing is like now I have to think about life in a perspective of like and then just write it all to of, your sister and your of will. not ownership. <laughs> yeah, like I basically have to say like I don't need the thing, so I'm not gonna buy it. But like, so what do I need? It's like I need a chair and a bed. I'm blown away by it's all like, my friends lately because like I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm terrified all the time of like I'm just keeping my life in order and shit like that. And all my friends are fucking jumping ship. Like so many people I know are just like, yeah, I'm just gonna move to Washington. I'm just gonna move to Seattle. I'm just gonna move to Kansas. I'm just gonna move to Europe and Japan. Like, it's, how did you even get there? You gotta go, man. Like I'm like, like holy shit. I personally I'm leaving because it's like I can't. Like like, I, like I, Max is like some sort of weird high tech vagrant. Max, I don't know. Max is literally a, if, like, if he, if his, his life could be quantified, it's like what, he's a digital gypsy. I want to capture Max one day and get him on this podcast and just have him explain his life to me for the last five years. Yes. Because I don't know how it works. I know how it works and it's interesting, but I'd rather have him explain it. Because, yeah, look, I'm just going to go to the monkey farm for six months where we raise monkeys. And he's just like cutting the cord and not not having property or a he, house. He doesn't have like a he leaves to somewhere. All he has is a phone and Wi-Fi. And then he, he has no like yeah. calling power. He and has then, no like, like anything. And then when that's over, he's like, oh yeah, back to now. I'm working at PayPal and I'm living in San Francisco. I'm like, how did you just fucking switch back to that? And then he went to like touring Europe and he went to like the giant Jesus statue and shit. And then he's like, yeah, now I work at Google. I'm like, mm. he's like, well, he's like living in the Google Village and shit. And I'm like. What is your what is what is your life? How does that work? How do you just fucking switch in? It's people. Just you just it's knowing people. It's networking. Like, yeah. I mean, Max is a very very he, very yes. social person. He's a, no, he's a super like, networky person. Yeah, like Max is like the one. I I feel like Na- that Max was our could, divergent point in our how much we hung out with each other is when he discovered how much of an extrovert he was. Yeah, and started going to like seventeen raves a month and shit like that. And I'm like, you you went to the people place with the lights <laughs> and loudness. <laughs> He, no. he is like insane. We used to just hang out and play WoW all day. Like we would, he would, he would, he actually moved in because like my brother and I had rooms next to each other in our old house. Yeah. Is the upstairs part of the old house. Yeah, I remember that. To. And in my brother's house, my brother had the bigger room, mm-hmm. like twice the size of mine. So we had this extended desk. So my, my Max would just bring his, he'd bring like a cot to sleep on and his entire computer and just set up on the extended desk. 
And so the three of us were in two rooms just near each other and we'd just be playing like WoW or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And that would be our weekend, basically. And then he goes on to be Psycho Raver Man, to be Monkey Razor, to be Tech Man. I'm like... It's... Yeah, his... The way he goes about his life is very interesting. Um, it's... It's definitely the right way, which is the weird thing to say. It's like the way <laughs> yeah. he the way he lives his life don't is actually... Don't settle down. Don't have any security. Don't have a property. Yep. Don't, don't have any anything. career trajectory. Yes. Just keep working shit. If you, if you he, live... Wasn't he a chef for three months yeah. or something? He did. Uh, I mean, Max I is... can't Max process is that level of fucking roulette wheel life. His, yeah, his philosophy is just like... It, it's life is, life is life is life whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen if not it doesn't like he's just gonna keep going at it and like, it's been so hammered in my brain to be terrified of where i'm going in yeah, life and how to how i'm going but, to afford a house but that's and how, things like that's that. how like anxiety like, works yeah. it's like you become so people get so anxious and wrapped up because they're like terrified of the future terrified of like the situation they don't know if they're going to succeed or fail it's literally but, the antithesis of being a youtuber yeah but and max, that, as a youtuber you're like you have to consistently be doing a thing all the time forever because that's your job yeah <laughs> like you gotta and, or it's like he's just like and like, honestly and max like is, he's he in fact he has tried multiple times to do youtube and he can't because he can't stay because consistent. he doesn't stick to it for yeah. more than like three months which means it goes nowhere he he's made multiple channels himself and so has my brother and my brother and him have made channels together multiple times <laughs> and they just don't like like they'll start doing like league of legends guides or whatever or comedy vlogs for like a week and then disappear yeah it never happens again it's like that's not how you grow an audience it'll never work that way <laughs> there's a selection bias inherently to the people that are good at big on youtube unless they're like casey neistat i guess yeah i mean it's i but it's it's like just such a better way to live when you don't have that kind of oh, shackle it's, gotta, it's i'm sure it's great like, he do, I, I think max has like the least amount of stress i've ever seen any human I'm not. Like, pro- I'm not programmed that way. Yeah, I'm not either. But I'm trying to. I'm like forcing myself to do that. Basically, like I almost, it's, Oh yeah, that's it's, what you're doing right now. Yeah, it's like that's the healthiest way I could. For me, the problem myself. is how yours makes more sense. Well, I'm not being that. I'm not being as ludicrous as Max. You're, like I'm not literally making, going to the wild. A big life change, which is a little different. Yeah, Max. Because what you said is right. Is like his insane network is required. Yeah. Like I think he just falls into people's houses kind of like i don't think that's an inaccurate statement like, he I literally think, does fall I, into people's houses like, like i think max just, showing up here was a falling into my house situation yeah he does yeah like the, the couple of times we recorded with yeah. him he's just like yeah i'm just uh, it's like yeah let's just be here for a day and then he disappears for two years or something yeah. like and he, and like, he just I, he can just max come back gone now but like and i he's like that he's like and, yeah he was for there for we did our entire, entire viking squad playthrough in one day yeah and that was like never saw Max again. <laughs> bye bye Max. <laughs> yeah, and then he went to go work at Google. <laughs> that was when he was. Fr- that was that was was that when he was back from the monkey put, farm? No, to put it in perspective, we we courted Viking Squad. But like, Max I think, left. Like, I think he has some kind of safety net of like, like he has his family here, yeah. but also like. I think he just knows so many people that he can instantly find someone he could, to live with for a few months. He could crowd. He could couch surf for probably like two solid years. Yeah. I can imagine with like, his networking, that, like, and not even just in America. He could probably like yeah. crowd, like couch surf here, get a part time so job, and then fly. Thing going on where like he, I think his life is like, I think his life his life might be like a phone, a laptop, and a bank account. <laughs> like yeah I think that's basically his whole life like, I, he talks to me every now and then like hey i've been looking to getting back into gaming or something like that because <laughs> yeah. like he'll be so disconnected because he's he's really into gaming 
on some level, but it's so incompatible with what he does a lot of the time. It's a, it's a hobby like, that he enjoys just, doing randomly. Yeah, he'll just come but. out of nowhere like, I've been hearing about this PUBG or something. Like, he, he comes in to talk to me like he's a grandpa sometimes. Yeah. To, like, dip his head back into video games for a second because he's so out of the loop. And you know, he'll go straight to me on Facebook to figure out what to, the fuck to do again, yeah. basically. And, uh... It's fascinating, like yeah, like he's so limited in his exposure, but also in like what he can even run because of what he's got. In yeah, his life. and but the thing is, is that he's not. He just like, doesn't have belonging. But he's not crazy. like. We're like he's not up a, a fantasy superhero. Well, yeah, it sounds like we're, <laughs> he's like a fairy tale man. But yeah, it sounds. We about but you have podcast. to. So here's the thing: is why before anybody thinks like, wow, that sounds really cool. Uh, preferences is that Max is not living a. He's not living a like lavish lifestyle. When he goes and works in the monkey farm, it's like it's not a, f- a monkey farm with like a mansion. He like he's keeps jo- he he does he's not getting paid basically. He's he's making just enough to survive, and that's it because it's a place that isn't profiting. And so well, the like, monkey farm, I don't think paid him at all. He literally no, just worked there and they just, fed him. And yeah, it was they, just like you just live here. He basically for, was a farmhand. Yeah, for like months, yeah, which he did for fun. Yeah, which, but he just, I mean, while you're doing that, none of your all your expenses don't exist. He doesn't have electricity. He doesn't have water. Yeah. He has guard. No, he has nothing to pay for. No phone. No nothing. Yeah, he just took and a so, break from society. Kind yeah, of. and that's what I'm saying is like and everyone, he, and, he's and not. And everyone's freaking out because I remember on Facebook, everyone's like, "You're gonna die." Yeah, you're gonna get stabbed. You're gonna get mega diseases. Oh, I I've been getting that relentlessly since. I said like where like especially it was like where I want to move into Europe you're gonna get taken yeah <laughs> I'm just like I'm waiting for that moment like, uh, we gotta cut this off yeah but uh, thanks basically for watching, guys send yeah, your questions to sit and discuss do it what is it I was gonna say basically don't don't think uh oh it's a uh, sit and discuss podcast sit at and gmail. discuss podcast at gmail.com I said I I put I finally remembered to put it on the screen you last did. time and it was mine oh did, was it did you catch that it no was, it was like it was like Keith Ballard questions or whatever from my God dead Q and A series. God so I've been like, it, I've been having to check the, that. I, the, I'll get a folder. I, I got a message from Colonel RPG that I had to move, drag into this folder. I was like, oh shit, son <laughs> of a bitch. The, but yeah, ne- I think next time we'll just try to hammer out only questions because we have such a backlog. Yeah, maybe. I mean, we'll we'll start we'll it off it doing our regular thing, but we need to like. I mean, set a timer I, the people we get to are probably psyched about how our question spawns a bizarre 30 hour odyssey oh i'm sure <laughs> i'm whoever sent the ironing question i'm so sorry i was really um, confused when i realized yeah you was like so, so that's how you iron and i'm like yeah what yeah <laughs> that's where we started i'm so sorry but yeah uh, also don't think max lifestyle is great you should probably look into it before doing it goodbye, goodbye.